Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bond by Numbers. Thanks very much for chipping in and listening here with us as we wrap up season three of our show by taking a trip through 1981, a little watch party here for everybody, on uh, for your eyes only. And I'm I'm joined as always by my esteemed co-host across the pond, gentlemen. How are we doing? Yes, so. early. Doing well. Yeah. That's Greek for it's hello. A- Okay, good. Um, thanks, Topol. I appreciate that. <laughs> Topol is actually Israeli. He's not Greek. <laughs> I no, I know that. I know that. But, but given that we're it, going you know, to Greek and dealing with Greek smugglers, uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, was relevant. Relevant. I yeah. Uh, well, guys, it's been uh, a little over a month since our last recording when we had our big holiday special. Happy New Year to everyone who's come back to Bond by Numbers in 2022. Uh, seeing what we have next. It's actually the end of our season, though, so mm-hmm. see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for showing up. See you later. <laughs> this is going to be our last episode of the season, as Josh says. Um, we just decided to take our annual break now, so we'll, we'll be a couple of months off, and then we'll come back with um, all sorts of great ideas. We've got a couple of new What If episodes. We've got another mm-hmm. um, another series of Bond Redux. We've got another series of Three Non-Bonds. We're going to have a couple of interviews. We've got a couple of history episodes. Next season, Chris Wood coming back. Be real good. Chris Wood's going to come back. Yeah, Chris is going to come back and talk to us about his uh, rock musical that he's currently recording or is getting ready to record in uh, just a couple of days' time. So it's going to be really exciting exciting to have him back as well. We'll have our No Time to Die review as well in full. Lots of stuff going on. But this is the time of year, gents, where we take stock of uh, other things in our lives and uh, we, we take a break, a little hiatus to let the bond juice flow, ferment and create a new. Oh, yeah. And now, guys, just, just before we, uh, we move into For Your Eyes Only, let's just remind the listeners, because it's been a wee while, of our Bond Redux series. Um, we decided this season that we would do watch parties with each other and with our listeners. Uh, we each selected one Bond film. Josh got us started at, uh, in the early days of the season with Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, a few months back, I went for The Spy Who Loved Me. And Double O Chapman has selected for today, to close our season out, a little watch party of For Your Eyes Only from 1981. Ooh. Jeff, why did you go here, buddy? Why did you go here? You know what? I was feeling... <sighs> And I know, and there was no pressure from from uh, Scott here, folks. But uh, hmm. I, I just felt like uh, a Roger film. I felt like something that I think it's a fun film. Uh, also, uh, I know that there is some snow and like you know it kind of has some Winter Olympic vibes. But I was going for some nice warmer does, weather because yeah. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. on this side of the pond, it's very frozen. Mm-hmm. And a, uh, mm. you know, I was just like to. Pretend that I'm in somewhere that is not minus 30 with the wind chill on a consistent yeah. basis. Um, like the Greek islands, perchance. Yeah. Like Corfu, yeah. yeah. Uh, Corfu. Exactly. But uh, I don't the know, I just felt Corpura. like uh, I like this film. And also, um, the song is a definite earworm for me, and it mm. just made me feel like, oh, this would be a good one to watch. It's uh, it's a fun one, so why not? Yeah. Yeah, I think this was a great inspired choice, Jeff. Not just because I, I do tend to like the Roger Moore films. I like all the films, of course. But uh, I haven't seen this film since we re- since we reviewed it back in 2019, guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would steer listeners in that direction if they're not keen to listen to us talk entirely the, over the next two hours about the show and our be. feelings of it. <laughs> I don't know, really. Then they can go and listen to our two-and-a-half-hour episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which is longer, uh, but certainly more full of features. Um, very sure. full of features. 
Mm. Yeah. And that was back in 2019. And I haven't seen For Your Eyes Only since then. But this is a special oh, really? one for me. This is the first, the very first Bond movie that Double uh, O Granio uh, shared with me. And uh, we, we have some uh, fond memories of this one. So ooh, I'm really excited. Funny. And I think, I think you made a good choice. It is warm, but it also what? is cold. It's yeah. uh, timely, you know. We've got some really great locations we're going to visit here in this one. And it's it's kind of like one of these, yeah. I wouldn't say contentious, because it's not a contentious one. But at the same time, some people feel like this is Moore's best performance, and some really don't like the atmosphere around the performances. And this is an interesting one within Moore's uh, oeuvre. The, how do you guys how do you guys feel about it? It's my I favorite like Roger performance, Moore but yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from, where there is some, you know, there's some awkward kind of moments in it but ultimately i i do actually really enjoy roger in this film and uh i i like again so the reason i chose this is the fun factor for me is pretty high mm-hmm. in this film and it's just a, it's just a you know uh also it's just for a watch party i just kind of wanted one where we could just sort of just chill and i feel like this movie is a it's a good one um yeah to do i agree uh in, in that in, it checked off all the boxes that i was looking for 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 a, a watch along <laughs> yeah. fantastic that's that's good enough for me all right well guys um without further ado why don't we synchronize our lions and invite our listeners yeah. to do the same and we'll get started now with for your eyes only in just a moment have you got your snacks you got your coffee you got your uh, early do. morning treats i actually mm-hmm. have a uh, walker's uh shortbread scottish shortbread cookies oh, to go along with my coffee nice nice, mm-hmm. nice. yeah very, I'm very excited about that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well guys well, what better to watch what a I'm greek eating. film is have some scottish shortbread. scottish shortbread yeah. i know i've got myself a a little bowl of icy cups now uh, oh, chocolate, I, chocolate, icy cups. I, I, you know, I think chocolate's actually like, or cocoa is like the 18th Christmas ingredient on the list, but oh. it's Christmas in Newfoundland, buddy. You're right. And I've discovered icy over cups. here, a little wholesaler, a wholesaler of all places actually has them, you know, big bulk. So oh. I've got uh, a small little side bowl of my icy cups here. I do like a, an indulgence once in a while. Icy cups for those back home who don't know what they are. I actually don't uh, know what they are. There, think of like really think of Reese's pieces that are really really small, uh, about like maybe what about a couple of centimeters uh, yeah, in height, yeah. and they're wrapped yeah. in tin foil. They come like in a plastic like cup thing, and then you Ooh. you open it up, and then you just eat them, and they're delicious. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh man, I would. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I know those. Uh, and by I'm a not a big chocolate fan. We're we're very good friends, so I know yeah. that I would appreciate those. I do like an icy cup, and I was so delighted to discover them over here <laughs> I can in Scotland. Imagine. Uh, I didn't think I'd ever get them outside of Newfoundland, but yeah, I did, and, and here we are. So, Jeff, thanks again for selecting this one, and everybody, Ooh. thank you very much for tuning in. I'm delighted to be here. I'm delighted to be ending the season this way. I'm so pleased that we could get together for this uh, late January adventure together. This will be, as we said at the outset, our final episode of the season, but we'll be back at the end of March or the start of April to uh, to start up our fourth season with uh, lots of content to share and to enjoy. More nonsense, more silliness, and a little bit of serious in there as well, mixed in <laughs> for good measure. And much like March yeah. and this film, we're going to go mm-hmm. in with like a lion. We're going to go <laughs> in like a lion with the lion. So everybody, it's time for for your Eyes only. Synchronize your lines, boys, because here we go in three, two,
one. Ah, there's Stephen, roaring, roaring loud. His mane looks very shiny, t- or his coat Ooh. looks very shiny today. Mm-hmm. Head and shoulders? I don't know. Oh, yeah, plush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do lions clean? I'm going to be honest. If a lion has dandruff, no one's going to actually mm. comb that. No. So he's probably just going to either have dandruff or he's going to have because yeah, that would be very. There's look at look at those there bottoms. He's still oh yeah, so good. So Gotta good. love the Bill Conti Bond, mm-hmm. the version, the the, bon, the Bill Conti version of the Bond theme. Yeah, lot, lots of people don't though, buddy. Lots of people don't, but I, I am a fan. I'm certainly a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's uh, St. Giles Church. I had a look at that this morning just before uh, recording with you. I wanted to spot what church it was. That's um, it's in Slough, Buckinghamshire. It's just a ten minute drive from Pinewood. That that great. Oh, really? I wonder if oh, it was selected Slough, for that reason. Where the uh, original office takes place. <laughs> the original office, yeah, in that area, yeah. Yeah, St. Giles. She's church. part of the Twenty Seven Club. Hmm. <laughs> Twenty Six. Oh, Continuity. Yeah, I will. I wonder, guys, this is just the... Like, is this token to wrap up what we didn't get in Diamonds, do you think? I think so. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or is this, Closure? is this also sort of... Oh, actually, John you know, Glenn being like the right-hand man of Peter Hunt, it makes sense, right? And this is John Glenn's first Bond film, so... Plus, yeah. they want to go back down to Earth. Broccoli and G. Wilson, you know, they wanted to go back down to Earth after Moonraker mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. The, the exorbitance of the 70s is done. Now we're into yeah, the more yeah. more streamlined budget 80s action films, getting into that period. How many people do you think need to be told to buckle up when they get into a helicopter? But I think it might be instinctual. Yeah, I, I would. kind of think it is. To me, if I'm, if I'm in a can flying above the earth a thousand feet or more, I would want to buckle up. That's just me, though. Now, Josh, here's there a fun is fact. Our not I remember... Yeah, I remember you talking about the not Blofeld during our show uh, when we recorded this a couple of years ago. Didn't you say that this is the same actor that plays uh, that fella from Cloud City and Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, Lobot, the <laughs> Calrissian's cool. like right-hand man adjutant, I suppose, Ooh. that runs Cloud City. And uh, that So of- I don't know why they've never invented those headphones for when you're playing Call of Duty. <laughs> because I'll tell you Wars, what, it would definitely make people lightning. want mm-hmm. to get a, a lot better at Call of Duty. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 it would be it's an like a Pavlovian response. You're like, man, I really need to get my kill death ratio up, otherwise I'm going to get friggin' electrocuted by an eight year old. <laughs> oh, Blofeld, you're such a wit. You know that this gas works where they filmed this guy's was, um, is it a Bexford? What's it called? Anyway, is it Bexford? I got it written down here someplace because I looked, oh, Beckton, sorry, Beckton Gas Works in uh, London. It was closed in 1976 and uh, obviously was used for filming here. uh, Oh, okay. But almost nothing of that site exists today if we were to go down Uh there. It's just been, you know, put over for motorway and uh, access route and stuff, transport. So it was derelict even at this point. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Well, it doesn't exactly look like it's thriving here, but no, no. <laughs> there's some great, great aerial photography in this scene. Oh, yeah, I do yeah. like this. It's, there's oh, a it's, sense of realism, well, obviously. Scene, yeah, yeah, obviously. It's, it's a, it's a good sort of opening scene to just show, you know, like, hey, Bond's back, and uh, we got some nice, mm-hmm. uh, 
they got some nice uh, cinematography going on here and some good uh, the cinematography trickery, is good, CGI. But it's very distinctly John Glenn kind of cinematography. It's not showing like these beautiful vistas. It's like an industrial, gritty kind yeah. of landscape, which is very mm. 80s in terms of like action cinema. Uh, that's what I kind of dig about yeah. it. It gives it that bit of realism, you know? Despite, Who's you know, Alan, was it Alan Hume or did he not come on yet? Was it Hume that did this one? Or did not he sure not come on to Octopussy? I don't know. I can't. I think Alan Hume. I think I'm going to check that. I think it's Alan Hume that does this one. He did three Bond films, whether it's this one and the next two or the next one and the following, you know, the subsequent two. But he, you know, he, I remember talking about him. He did Return of the Jedi, Josh, and he also filmed a lot of Hammer stuff in the 70s. Oh, right. the Hammer Horror films. Okay. Yeah. And he did do three Bond films. He was DP on three. Oh, that's the first dummy in this film. I remember this movie having a lot of dummies. <laughs> that was a dummy. 100%. That's insulting, Scott. I, I do. Oh, because he wasn't alive. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's right. He was dummy then. Uh-huh. This is crazy. I remember. Yeah, yeah this is this neat. Is really they, cool. Yeah, this is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, Blofeld's sort of Transylvanian, though, in this. Yeah, he does. This is kind of like the Christmas vacation, like with Chevy Chase like, driving underneath like the log truck. <laughs> yeah, Don't bit. move. Just just follow through. <laughs> Although Bella Lugosi as Blofeld is a good cast, but I think Bella was dead by this point, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. That would have been interesting. I don't think so. I think Bella Lugosi was still alive. Maybe it was in the eighties. In the eighties, he passed. I think, or, or, yeah, may, or I think so. early nineties, maybe. Yeah, I think he died. Like, made a fact like, check on that. 90s, maybe his career died a lot. You know, a long time before he that. A, but. Oh, for sure. But he, he, he was around <laughs> for quite a while after after the original Dracula, though. Do you know, guys, up on, you, on Belly, he, oh, he was a good he, he was a good soul. Actually, he was a pretty cool guy. Oh, he's a yeah, he's a fascinating guy, Bella. Oh, here we go. I love that Ooh. smirk. And it's not just a Roger Moore smirk. I think Pierce Brosnan could have done this scene well, too, eh? Yeah, I think oh, his yeah. Bond would really have Those done it. Those are very Brosnian. Yeah. Hey, I this think is he very and, Pierce uh, Brosnan. Yeah. Pierce has got Roger's humor in a sense, doesn't he? Yeah, I think yeah. he does. Yeah. In fact, he looked like him there. <laughs> yeah. Just the expressions on his face. I could. Yeah. I was like, hey, can we get a slide whistle? Get that guy on the Rolodex from... So uh, going back to your Christmas episode, um, <laughs> go yeah, find the guy I definitely would you rather. Room. That's how I would have gone down, absolutely, in that yeah, situation. Yeah, I would, have, I would have chose that too. If you don't know what Here we're we talking go. about, folks, um, it was one of our... Oh, yes. Uh, one of our would you rather options. Oh, here's Big Sheena, Big Sheena Easton. She uh, was born up in Bells Hill, just up the road from me here. Uh, just uh, South Lanarkshire, I think it is, uh, about an hour or so up the road anyway she um my father-in-law tells a funny story about sheena easton um she was born in or uh, o-r-r last name and oh. uh, married in easton who who passed away i think a heart attack or something when they were first married oh. anyway um apparently sheena's brother lives down here and works down here at the recycle plant the tip you know the 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 home recycle place where you go and bring your garbage and your recycling and everything. Apparently, he's uh, got nothing good to say about her. She doesn't send any money back home and basically abandoned the family. This is what my father-in-law tells me, so don't know oh, wow. if that's true. But I do know that her brother does work down here and does live down here. But whether or not he actually uh, is stiffed by his sister and her wealth, I can't say for sure. 
I think this is one of my favorite Maurice Binder uh, titles, actually. Like, I, I, it's like it's, it yeah, uses a lot of the yeah. same imagery he uses, but for some reason, just like the transitions that he uses, and I think it's also having the singer in there. It kind of mm-hmm. st- it st- makes it it stands out compared to the, the other ones. It gives it a little bit of pizzazz. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there, Alan there's your Hume. Alan Hume right there. Yep. Yeah, Alan Hume. Cool. So I was right. Yeah, but you know what, Josh? On that point, I think if I remember, if I remember correctly, um, Peter the book. Uh, the the music by of James Bond book, which we've used before on the show, I think that um, our friend Binder, I think our Maurice Binder, I think he had a bit of a crush on Sheena. I think he was really keen on wanting her in there. Ah, I see. I remember reading something about that by um, uh, Berlinum in his book. I remember reading something to that effect that maybe it wasn't quite as you know on the table as i you know i fancy you but there was something going on there that he wanted her in this video and mm-hmm. she was really really popular dis- at the obs- time obsession maybe mild deception yeah well, cuz this is just before like cuz she had a a stint on Miami Vice and she was really big like in the next couple mm-hmm. of years and this is a couple of years before mm-hmm. that because Miami Vice came out in 1984 and i forget when her her story arc came out cuz she was like she became like the wife or girlfriend of uh Don Johnson's character because he was supposed to be like prote- protection yeah. detail and they fall in love it's kind of like the bodyguard really but here we go oh, here we go this, this was some a, of the first stuff a... shot in the film wasn't it the uh, the North Sea stuff I can't recall I think it was I think these were some of the first shots taken in the film I remember the first few times I watched this, I was never quite clear as to whether or not the mine that eventually, you know, takes oh, the yeah. boat down, if that if that was deliberately set or just sort of accidental kind of That's serendipity. But um, no, it was deliberately set because you saw yeah. the mines in the warehouse mm-hmm. in Albania, right? And then he knew where he was. Yeah, but yeah, I know. As a young person, I didn't pick though, up on that the first time I watched it. Yeah, That's yeah. Fair. I just, want, I just want more James Bond action scenes. I don't care about the story. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah, give me explosions. This is a really mm-hmm. cool, like, um, clo- cloak and dagger, you know, typical spy scene, but it's really done well. I really like the idea of the St. George's being a fishing trawler, and then down mm-hmm. below, you know, you have, like, Bletchley so Park, cool. essentially, yeah. for submarines. <laughs> it's simple, right? But it's effective. Yeah. And this is Peter Lamont, isn't it? This will be his set here. So here's my question. Oh, do Those these guys have the totally same, like, cafeteria? Like, do they got the crew on the top that look like, you know, the blue-collar, like, fish? <laughs> do they, they share the same, same cafeteria no. as, like, the British Navy? They don't even know. They don't know. They don't even know these guys are down there working they away. Probably just, they probably pay those Greeks a fortune or Albanians a fortune just so that they can, you know... Um, They're like, hey, guys, just so whatever you do, don't go downstairs. There's a downstairs... No, no. No, there isn't. No, not at all. But, there, but it's hidden. I don't, I don't know, know why know I said about that. It, right? Yeah, yeah. If you hear I love, radar, the, I love the set it's not here. What? <laughs> hey, look at the map of Greece. It's like the one I have on my wall in the background. There you go. There you can see look, the Peloponnese looks like and then the mainland. Reaching down. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Attack. There it is. The MacGuffin. Yeah. Indeed. Chekhov's attack. Yeah. There you yeah. go. You could say that there was a... Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like, there's going to be an attack soon. How do you know? Oh, no. The guy's like, what is it now? (laughs) What did those fishermen do upstairs? 
Mm-hmm. What's that what, noise what up there? Look at that puffer fish. That is a very well evolved puffer fish with like a iron skin. Oh my goodness. Uh, Jeff, what can you tell us with your Love military know-how? Explosions. What can you tell us about those mines, those types of mines, the prevalence? Well, um, they're very sensitive, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Especially um, in movies, yeah. Yeah. How old would that mine be, though, would you think? Uh, would you think that's be World honest, War II era? Uh, yeah, I would say it's probably World War II era. Well, to be I mean, uh, I, w- I would say probably, but... Um, I'll be honest, I really don't know much about mines, but it's possible it could have been late after, because who knows, I mean, uh, where this is, I mean, I know that there there was a lot of stuff going on um, with Greece in the 50s up to the 70s, like I think you were mentioning earlier, so it's possible it could have been late, you know, after World War II, but the, it, just sort of looking at the age of that mine, I would say it's probably World War II era for sure. Frederick Gray kind of took, yeah. Frederick Gray kind of took Bernard Lee's spot here a little bit, eh? I guess because I think this is just when Ber- when Bernard Lee was very ill and he yeah. passed very well, soon I, after this, oh, right? I th- yeah, he did. I think he, um, I think I think he's he stated as being on leave here in this film, isn't he? Don't they say? That oh, that's they yeah. Try to make him M right away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they 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 bring Bill Tanner in, right? So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Good old Walter Gotel. A one of my favorite office. recurring characters. Spartan office. If yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. I was gonna say if there was internet back then, the Wi-Fi would be terrible in here. <laughs> yes, it would. You see I those don't blouses think really cares about that seemed inter- internet right Sorry. now. Sorry, just gonna ask you about those blouses. You see what a secretary is wearing there? Those sort of I'm an expert things. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not, and I, I don't have any knowledge about them at all. But I know that around the '80s they were all over the place, and I was wondering if these guys. You, do you see them around much anymore? I don't see them around. Um, much. I don't they really kind know. of they, because they were retro. I think they, it was kind of like a I don't, and like a hipster kind of thing, like to have those back, like the shoulder pads and like those so kind of like blouses. Because I remember, like in the the '80s and early '90s, my mom wore them a lot, and uh, yeah, yeah, mine too. I. But no, the, I, the, those things have actually Freak come back. Like I remember a couple of years ago seeing like girl, and I was like, it's funny because they all look like it's like uh, <laughs> they're dressing like um, Beverly D'Angelo from like Christmas Vacation and the Vacation films. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, know, that's a good one. That's, you know what that's I mean? What they're like, and, dude, that's two. The, We're ten minutes into this movie, and that's two Christmas Vacation references. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> we, so we had ordered like the house, like the, like a sort of like a Christmas decoration of the actual house, and it just got mm-hmm. here two days ago. We ordered it in November because oh, it wow. came from China. What a shame! <laughs> well, it's there at yeah. least. You have it for next it's, Christmas. Yeah. Let me guess. Yeah, exactly. Wish. Com. Meanwhile, uh, Melina Havelock, here she is, one of my favorite Bond girls, guys. Um, heart's on my sleeve here, got to be honest. Yep. I love a bit of Melina. I love yep. Carol Bouquet. I think she's stunning. I think she's great in this she movie. She looks like Crystal Gale with her hair there, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, I really enjoy watching she's her here. And you know, Greek coastline, hey? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. But she looks she looks great, and oh, yeah. they've, they've done her up really well and natural, like... It's uh, Liz yeah. Waller does the the costume, and I I don't think she's got it's, any bad outfits in this movie, man. No, I think she's she really good, and like she's not overtly like. I mean, it looks like she, you know she's got some money, but it's not it's not like oh, course, too much. Yeah. It's not yeah. gaudy. It's just like 
She's wearing white, and it looks very comfortable. She's in the Mediterranean. It makes sense. It does, yeah. yeah. It's uh, embossed, though. Oh, she, oh and she's got a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yep. Uh-oh. Pistachios from... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's pist- pistachios, actually. <laughs> oh, pistachios. That's good. Oh, I, like, boy. I like that. Topol approves. At this point, you run... That, though. No, to- no, no. Oh, no. Gonzalez. Hitman. Oh, dear. Yikes. Greek tragedy, literally. <laughs> Mamma mia. Like- Here we go again. That's a tough Fourth scene move. for a young actor to, to perform because, yeah. you know, you have well, to that obviously... Close up on her eyes. If it's very con- surgical, yeah, it's great. in my opinion. But you got to convey like some actual emotion, some stunning, like, you know, what are you here? What, what's the director point? You know, what are you saying? Yeah. Tragic, wait, wait, wait. tragic. It's a well, tough one, I think. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Don't know how hard Money Penny's working at this point in her career, though, to be perfectly well, she's honest. She's looking at her watch, so clearly. <laughs> waiting for the, waiting for the clock uh, to run out. She's phoning, <laughs> she's phoning it in here. She's like, uh, got to punch the. Do I have to? M's on leave, so oh oh. Yep. She knows that throw. Mm-hmm. Now, the first time we've seen Roger do the throw, I think it is actually. Oh, mm-hmm. could be. Yeah, so, it could be. So they're trying to go back to so. early Bond too in that respect too. A nice nod mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. That's like an IKEA lamp in the background. Yep. Yeah. M's on leave. <laughs> First film appearance of Bill Tanner, I believe. I think you're right. Yep. Later to be played by uh, Rory. Uh, is it Rory? What's his Rory name? Kinnear? Rory Kinnear. Yeah, I was thinking of Rory Calhoun, but that's a different name altogether. How do we like the setting, guys? In terms of the M's offices throughout the series, do we like the little uh, the details of this one? This is very too Victorian, yes. in my opinion. Mm-hmm, it's a little mm-hmm. too Victorian. It's not. It feels like he could have walked into it another time period uh, through yep. that door. Yep. Now, where's the ladder for the book? Oh, it doesn't have one this time. Yeah, it's Damn. not there. Damn it's it. There. Yeah. Bill Tanner is pretty tall, though. He doesn't need a ladder. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. I like How this do we, do we like the foreign minister? Hmm. Freddie Gray is yeah, all right, but he's kind of his character okay, changes yeah. from movie to movie. Like mm-hmm. in Moonraker, he was annoying, and uh, whereas like, he was really great in Spy Who Loved Me, he was fr- kind of very friendly with Bond. But then he's annoyed with Bond because of Drax and Moonraker. There's like no consistency to him. Like he's whatever they want him to be in each movie, right? Yeah. I get. Well, yeah. I mean, also he's probably got a lot of stuff on his mind on his plate. True. And most of it is fear eyes only. Case in point. Good old Lotus. Mm-hmm. San Martin, I read it is a suburb of Madrid. Mm-hmm. While this was not filmed in Spain, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think this was filmed in Greece, actually. Yeah, this is this is Greece, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to be like a suburb of Madrid, mm-hmm. right? Like just out like rural Madrid. All you have to do is put a sign. Why not? It's a lot. It's a lot cheaper it's than the Mediterranean. They tickets. all look the same. Just you know, mm-hmm, put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just build, 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 build a direction sign on the road, and that's all wow. you got to do. Yeah. I like how that lovely comes Lotus. The beamer. Mm. beamer. That's a Mercedes, the, man. Mercedes, yeah, a Mercedes, sorry. Yeah. 
you guys know cars better than me, as evident of the tr- of the trivia <laughs> thing we, that we did in the uh, Christmas. Also, episode. you know, the front of the cars. I don't. Also. I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. But it's nothing to do with my knowledge, Jeff. The front of the car, that's not going to help anything. <laughs> now, the badge, man. You know a Mercedes badge when you see one, Josh. I know. Yeah. What do we think here of this uh, Lotus? I mean, there's two Lotuses in this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is beauty, isn't it? It's very nice. And here is, this is a pretty big moment, too. Uh, this woman, this, this, mm. this, the, the, this, this woman is uh, transsexual. Not her. I, w- no. I, I wouldn't have noticed it. It's not her. Yes, it is. It's one at the poolside. No, it's this, it's this one here. It's this girl here. Is it? I understand. Yes. Oh no, I I thought it was a poolside uh, actor. But uh, hey, okay. maybe we fact should pause. checkers. Fact checkers. Nah, yeah, fact we don't checkers. need to pause. Yeah. We just okay. get our fact checkers. Well, in I, I just don't want to get that wrong. Is, is of course all. not. But I thought it was one. No, there is definitely an actor. One oh, of yeah. the um, one of the actors here. I don't uh, I don't know which one. You're calling it into question now, so that's a good one. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. Who's who? Sure. Gonzalez is pretty. Uh, he's pr- pr- pretty tan there. That's, That's honestly good, good dancing going on though. Good dancing. Yeah, you can tell us the early eighties because they have the three piece suit, which was all the rage. Because my dad wore like a, a three piece suit probably once or twice, and it would have been about circa nineteen eighty one to nineteen eighty three. Because I have photos That's of him wearing a three piece suit, and uh, I like how Roger stealthily tries to get in as best as he can. Yeah. Wonder how much those binoculars would go for today, and exactly how far you could see. Mm, I don't know, but that's a good question. Or to be killed. Love that line. Even even though he's only in there a small moment, they do the guy does Gonzalez pretty well. Like you know, this guy is like you know he means business and he is what he is. Mm-hmm. Michael Gotar just killing it, just sitting there saying nothing, too. He's watching. It's a heavy suit for that weather. Oh, yes. What I mean, like, he's kind of just effortlessly into the role just by sitting there, is what I'm trying to say. Conveying menace by doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Cupid, draw back your bow. <laughs> Would this work? That's the Poor question. Guy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So. Well, at least uh, it, it works like, like what be- beating people. Oh, you mean this part? Oh yeah, breaking the fall. Yeah, no, no. I think that would work. It would work for a, a short amount of time. I don't think dodging the bullets under it would work, but oh, no. I think that the no, umbrella no. itself would probably work. I think I sort of, if I recall, if we did those like Bond uh, what ifs, like for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Bond films uh, for your eyes only, or I, I forget what the context was, but I had Bond jump from like a castle wall with like a with a uh, umbrella and Ooh. float down or something, like Mary Poppins. I don't know if you knew this, but like this is one of Rihanna's favorite movies, and that's where she got the idea for the the song Umbrella. Actually, <laughs> um, Ella, Ella, Ella. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's a, straight to the heart, that one. <laughs> Burglar protected. Yep, don't try it, guys. Don't try it. Don't do not do it. Don't, be, that the guy. don't be that oh. guy who, oh, you were that guy. For those like geo Don't, don't read labels, What folks. have you yeah. at home. If anyone's like a geobotanist watching this, 
Uh, does this like terrain look like Spain, or oh, does yeah. it more, or or does the vegetation mm. give it away that this is Greece? I think some of the mountains. I don't like. I don't know how is Madrid on a plain, or is it like in, in a hilly area? Like that's what Madrid? I've always wondered. Where where does the rain? Yeah. mostly. F- does it mostly rain? Rain the fall on the yeah. I'm not sure. I have to ask. You know Google. what I mean? Like the, the rain is being smelly in the plants. Anyways, whatever. Now this this is one of my favorite car chases in the series. Oh Laugh yeah, at me if Absolutely. you want to. I love I it. Remy Julien, man, it's great. Yep. Yeah, Julien is great. But it's also the interplay between the actors. Like I like yeah. this first meeting. Well, I, I like I, how I find she's the one driving. You know? yeah. yeah, I like that uh, for for now. I mean, <laughs> for, for now. now. But um, I also like that. I like that the humor when it arrives arrives naturally and it feels yes. like it's not been forced. I, no, I feel exactly. like maybe I, I like to think that maybe she's actually finding Roger Moore funny. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I think she finds Bond characters funny here. Humor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're trying to justify the end of the movie, right? I understand completely. Well, no, I'm not. I, I can't justify the end of this movie. I got. I think I got a problem with the end of this movie. I think we had a good discussion about it, though. But we'll yeah, return yeah. to it once we we'll get see, there. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Also, the bus that says Madrid is a good way of conveying the location too. Little little details like mm-hmm, that to mm-hmm. recreate it. You know where you are, right? That's movie making. Of course, yeah. Somebody's going to be late for work, and by somebody, I mean the entire village. That also kind of reminds me a bit of Torn Curtain when they're stuck on the bus and all the stops and everything mm. like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the age of the bus, yep. I think, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that too. Is that and bus is that on like the on, Is that Fraulein on, on, on board the bus? Yeah. Get moving. <laughs> oh, it is a Mercedes. There you go. The bus is, yeah. 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 What happy local folk. Helpful, helpful people. Yeah. That like church in the background though looked very very Spanish Catholic though. A yeah, bit. yeah, I don't. Whereas like isn't like Greek islands more Orthodox church and stuff and yeah. Uh, yeah, it would probably be yes. So maybe they created that outside. Maybe I don't know. It's hard to, that that exterior. It's possible for that sequence. I, th- I think they found a Mediterranean road and a Mediterranean climate, and they said, I, "Let's do everything let's we do can it. here because this <laughs> yeah. is where we are." And who's going to care? But apparently. Apparently, forty years later, Josh Taylor cares. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just trying. I know, I'm just I know, making I know, I know. points. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like it's fine. It's fine. This, this is guy's very enjoying it. You ever notice like there's a real sense of like pleasure to knocking a car off the road? Like the guy isn't just doing his say, job, yeah, but you're he's, like, it's a bit of well, art. I was to able it, to do it? this and not yeah. injure myself in my car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. So good. Yep. That turnaround. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like one eighty complete. <laughs> she's beat. She's beat up, but she's still a ticking. Yep. Yeah, the good Citroen two V. IMAX. No, two CV. Is it a two C two CV? Isn't it not two V? We did a we did a little feature on that too, didn't we? When we reviewed the yes, show, I remember. We did. Not that I remember its title now. Oh, you pulled the Top Gun. <laughs> mm, he did. Yeah. Bit of Maverick oh, there on the show. Was that the camera crew? I wonder. No, because <laughs> there were shit. people like hiding behind the trees. I'm like the trees. Yeah, what is this? Gladi? I think they were. No, they were. They were getting they were the uh, olives. They're getting the olives. Yeah. Oh, there you go. His Orange eyes are red, by the way. 
That guy's eyes are red. <laughs> what happened Those to uh, Uncle Nico? Well, you see, he was picking olives and he got hit by a car. What? <laughs> Uncle Nico. Yeah, no, no, uh, he wasn't on the street. The car was, <laughs> came down the hill. What? <laughs> Oof. Ah. By the way, uh, this is a funny story. It's actually not a funny story at all. It's a. Uh, how do you lead it with I, that? I, I, Jeez. Okay, go ahead. I know, right? Sorry. <laughs> no, so, all these olives, man. It's all these all these olives that make him, are making me think of uh, Okay, I'll give you an olive branch. Keep going. Thanks, buddy. When I was in Italy in 2010, like it's a long history to this story. Uh, Sarah and I <laughs> the were over two there. Hours, and, we're good. Uh, go for it. I got, uh, I got food poisoning and haven't had some olives at like a Cicchetti bar. And really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just sitting out, but I was just having them with the wine or whatever, and it was so sick. And then I was on a train from the from oh, the Cinque yeah. Terre to Genoa, and it was horrendous. I was in bed for three days. I was terrible, terrible. And I stopped eating olives for over a decade. And oh, no. I, every time I got into it, it was just like, oh, I can't have this, man. I can't. Because I, I love olives. olives. Oh, man. But I I'm lo- finally, yeah, like, if I- finally getting back in there. I'm finally getting back to it after 10 years. And I'm really excited to be back with my oh, friends, man. the olives. Mm-hmm. I am like Fantastic. addicted to olives. Olives are I, awesome. They are. They really are. Olives on pizza. Black and green. Oh, olives and olives. Yeah. Like on everything. Like I literally could just eat olives all day. I would have no problem. Right, okay. Now, I remember, guys, when we talked about this film the first time, we had some disagreement about this scene, because I, I feel as though this is where Roger's Bond starts to play God with her entitlement to get revenge, and I didn't like yeah. that, because yeah. Yeah. For, the fir- for the first half of the movie, for the first half of the movie, I think she's got real agency, and she's sharp, and but then, then they, the, the screenwriters just opt for him to off? be protective. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where do you get off doing that? Don't tell me what to They're do. They're also telling family. major... But they're also telling audiences, too, that, you know, r- killing yeah. people's wrong, right? So they're of trying course, to redeem yeah, I get that. M- Melina. So there's that aspect, too. But I hear you. I love love that chair, by the way. It's one of my favorite chairs in the entire series, that green one. I'd love to have that. Yeah, that's so cool. It's like, it's like you're sinking into a turtle, you know what I mean? It's like, just getting right in there. Mm. How comfortable would that be, though? Why do you, why do you have four mm. colored phones? Like, why do you need four colored telephones? I like how Roger what, plays that scene. It's kind of uh, maybe it's like the different kind of a straight man. The different continents, or like the different like one yeah. goes to the Met, one goes to the Queen, one goes to oh, M, you know you Money Penny, <laughs> and then Mark Spencer's is the other one. Smithers, there that is Jeremy Bullock, <laughs> and he was yeah. Boba Fett in uh, was, The Empire yeah. Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. That is a fun fact. Yeah. Ah, the identical. He was also in those carry-on films in the seventies, and uh, the uh, Spy Who Loved Me. He was also on the um, British sub in the beginning. Yes, yeah, so I remember you pointing that out. Yeah, this is the exact same set where they did where they go, where they first introduced Q in the like in the Goldfinger uh, in, in Goldfinger where he gets the Aston Martin. It's like the oh, exact really? same set. It looks oh. like it. If it is, it's been recreated fantastically. Oh, okay. it does look similar. The color, certainly, the brick and all of yeah. that sort of finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you notice that Bond's also got a gray suit on. Like, there's definitely some callbacks here. He's got a Roomba. No, those aren't floppy disks. Those are like heavy oh, disks. I thought it was a Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> that's the. I was going to say that's the biggest um, clay pigeon I've ever seen. 
They're going <laughs> to, you know what? This is going to come back just like how record players come back. Oh my Huge God. giant discs for intelligence agencies. They're going to be using those, those, those again in the future. Everything's going to go retro. Wow. I don't think so, man. I don't think there's enough space left in the world for everything to go retro. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Light bright. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I remember we were talking about, like, so what's the clearance to be the person who brings the tea yeah. into this room? Yeah. Like, what's her... Security clearance. Yeah. Well, she must be... A, she's not a double O, but, you know, she's got... Disclosure and access to confidential materials. Mm-hmm. Are we are we meant to understand from this that Q can't really control this and that he's an old man and he doesn't get technology, even though it's his device? You know, like I don't, I don't get it. Like they're making I, I a, an old, an old person joke here, right? They are. I, they are. Yes. Yeah, but I don't, I don't get it. I'm just amazed at the accuracy in which he's able to get the mouth exactly right. <laughs> well, I think I was going to say, like, for a person that for them old, to get he's to the able right to, size. yeah, like, you'd think that it'd be a joke. They'd only, they tape over all the keys except for, like, I don't know, like, the up, down, left, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, he doesn't get confused, <laughs> like, when you have, like, old people in remotes where you just literally tape over every button except for, like, <laughs> channel up and down in volume. <laughs> Is that what you guys did over there? Yeah. Huh? yeah. Well, there, okay. there used to be, like, a... I haven't had to do that yet. Beside me on a cubicle when I worked at Bell, they were like grandma's remote, and it was literally duct tape except for like on and off. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just like Bullseye. Yeah, exactly. Several brutal comics. In the Daredevil comics, um, Bullseye escapes from prison uh, by strangling his psychiatrist. And this was around the oh. time, or just before the time that this was out too, when Frank, when oh, Frank yeah, Miller right, was writing, uh, yeah, that's right, writing yep. Daredevil. One eighty one. Lovely. I like the red lotus. Oh yeah. Look at the dolomites. Yeah. Is Cortina near the dolomite range? I guess that would it have is that, in the dolomites. Yeah, it is. In dolomites. There you go. Yeah, it's dolomites. Remember the dolomite beer, Josh, that we had at that place? Yes. In, um... So good. Oh man, that beer is amazing. So freaking yeah. good. I forget the name of that place now, but that that place in the uh, yeah, but it was Market? in Kensington Market. Yeah, but the yeah. other time I had that beer was uh, in on Slovenia. Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The Winter Olympics are going back to uh, going back to this area in 2026. Oh, nice, great. Mm-hmm. Well, no one's going to go into China, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, we're also four years away, but yeah. See what happens. Miramonte, the Hotel Miramonte. Look at that. Mm, it's a fantastic site. I love it. Love a ski holiday. It's my favorite thing. I'm so so pleased that the thing I've been able to do over here is book and arrange ski holidays. <laughs> it's it's so good. That's good, man. That jacket looks Love the Alps, yeah. Mm, goals, life goals. You're right, buddy. Hey, look, a holster. I didn't notice that before. He's got his holster yeah. on there. Oh, oh yeah, that that's cool. Very, very Connery coming into his hotel room, taking off his, getting it all organized, right? Yeah, like in the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Do you remember the trivia question I asked you guys on the first Christmas one oh. about which of the mountain gondolas uh, was higher, yes. Tofana or? Uh, oh yeah, you bastard! That was tough. <laughs> I really I did, see yeah. Peter Hunt and John Glenn style more and more. Like he's very much about oh, course, using yeah. the natural locations and less like. Ken Adam-esque, you know, set design and, and stuff like that. He's very interested in, like, real-life locations. 
Mm-hmm. That guy looks like an undercover agent. He does. Like everything about him is, hmm, maybe don't draw attention to yourself, really. <laughs> yeah. Did he literally just look at the FBI's most wanted? And be Was like, that a postus that walked by? Like? I think that was a postus, eh? That, that guy that walked been, yeah. across the screen, you know, Apostas, he's like the Christatos henchman, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we know at this point that Christatos' guys are on Ferrara. Yeah. Is that Coral Deville behind there? She's got like a Dalmatian hat. <laughs> it does, maybe yeah. it's. Uh, oh, it's, it's a Dalmatian. So it's our. Or maybe it's uh, Reggie. I don't know. This... <laughs> Reggie from uh, Sh- Charade hanging out with. Uh, Peter, oh, or whatever his name is. <laughs> I think I'm softening to BB a little bit. When I first saw this role as a, a teenager, I really didn't like her. And then, you know, I didn't like her. I think she's actually pretty terrible in this film. I'm, okay, I'm not really softening to her that much, but... I am, I think, a little bit warm into how she is being used in the film. I think I, that's probably yeah, the best it's, way it's, of it's believ- it. It's believable. It's a great cover for Christatos, too. Yeah. Right? Yes. But she is very annoying. And very different, too. Like, in credit to her as an actor, Lynn Holly Johnson, if you see mm-hmm. Ice Castles, she plays a skater. And yet, she yeah. doesn't act this way. She doesn't act this way. So, two years previous to this, I think maybe she was a little less... Um, maybe interested in, in, in being celebrity or something. I don't know. But she didn't have the same sort of um, uh, ebullience, if that's the right word. I don't know. Anyway, I've, I saw that recently, so that's the only reason it's in my head. But Oh, okay. Yeah. She's different in that movie. And if you see it, like, not, not a, you know, there's not a great range to her, I don't think, as an actor. And I don't think that that's an insult either. I'm just stating the fact uh, well, I mean, she was an athlete first, correct? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, an uh, Olympian, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, Julian Glover, always playing the heavy. He is, yeah, always playing the heavy. He's always in the snow areas. Mm. Well, except for Last Crusade, where he was, like, in the desert. Fair, that's true. He chose poorly. How did he get up there? Oh, you know. An ATAT. Knowing what we know about the film now, this scene is really, really expertly performed by him because, you know, we look back on the scene and we think that he's just sitting there milking these guys for everything they know, right? It's oh, quite exactly. good. It's quite good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's not letting up at all. And Those you know, setting up that behind them look very comfortable. I like Christato's coat. It's pretty pimp, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. I like the glue vine. The glue vine, yeah. 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 I do, I do. Now he did chose wisely with the with the blue vine. Mm-hmm. Oh burn. Mm-hmm. And Julian Glover's still working too. Like it's, uh, I think he's like almost in his seventies now. He's not as old as. Oh, he's I think up he's I think probably he's in, in his seventies. He's in his seventies. Yeah, he's in his seventies. Probably now. in his eighties. Yeah, you're probably right. 
Because Game of Thrones was like, how long was he last on Game of Thrones? I'm pretty sure he's like five years ago. Fifties here. Yeah. You come close. By the way, guys, uh, I just doing my own fact check here. Okay, Lynn Holly Johnson was not an Olympian. She won the U.S. Figure Skating Championships or the silver Uh, medal or something. Oh, okay. So okay, I would not want to be misrepresented there. Okay. Anyway, no, uh, and thank you for Chekhov's crossbow. Yeah, everybody needs a crossbow in a ski holiday, right? Absolutely. Crossbows uh, here, like, guys. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they Who's revoke doing... your ski pass if you don't get a crossbow. So. Carol Bouquet is styling with, with that winter, with that, winter is... with that white coat. Oh, with yeah. The red really gloves. Is, man. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. The red turtle also, neck. It's just Love like, that. man, I just like, it sounds weird, but I just like want to brush her hair. It's so nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Not like in a weird way. I just feel like her hair. It's so nice. I do wonder, though, because there are, there are quite different opinions on. Um, long hair right like i i happen to like her hair quite a bit but i wonder if uh, if, if like everybody likes that if you see what i mean like i know that there's a uh, well like my, that my wife for was, example has yeah. opinions on her hair and they did oh yeah i wonder what uh if women like her hair as much as men do you know well it's funny because at this point long i th- i think long like long hair like that was it's kind almost, of almost it's on the way yeah yeah, it was all the way, way out, out kind because of. Yeah, you were starting to get it's like, like shorter the red hair gloves and like the red boots and, and stuff. Yeah, she's styling. But see, that's more like late seventies, like mm-hmm. mid to late seventies with that. Like, you know what's weird? Now. Her style kind of reminds me of like something that like Anne Hathaway wore, like in The Devil Wears Prada. Like I think it's just the long well, hair that reminds me of Anne Hathaway a, a little bit. Yeah, I get, I think fair. just where her hair her hairline ends too. It just kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of Anne Hathaway a bit. Similar hey now, Bond. I guess. Yeah. Hey, that's a kind of an okay ice sculpture. <laughs> that's an awesome ice sculpture, yeah. I don't like this scene. I don't like this conversation. Nope. Yeah, I remember. Um, I, yeah, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I can't. I wonder when it was when it was filmed because it's it's like, could, could have been like a last minute insert. <laughs> I love the, the mat in the background. Mm-hmm. It's like Santa's Village at some shopping yeah, center. That's where they're filming this. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they're on like some kind of like track, like they're on like you know like the yeah, lovers, absolutely. whatever. And it's just like it's just slowly pulling it, and they just keep going past like the same mountain range in the background. I wonder why they chose to do that because they're clearly filming, you know, them sitting as well. But maybe they Leon couldn't handle the ambience that. voice or something. Maybe and then you have Leon Trotsky shop. as like the sleigh. You know, the sleigh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be interesting to know really what um, what people more think important. of of Roger's ski equipment and his ski gear here because you know we've seen him in a few different ski outfits. Well, we've seen him in two recent ski oh, outfits. We've yeah. seen him in the blue here, which is and better. we get the yellow. But maybe, yeah, which is but maybe it depends on the mountain range that he's skiing. Does it? On. That's, well, I mean, the third one? I, I haven't oh, yeah, skied in a yeah. very long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Since the first Ice Age, and I know that equipment has changed since then. <laughs> um, I, I but, do favor this one. I think I favor this. I don't. I like his uh, Salopets. He's got some good ones there. <gasps> oh, yeah, this is an awkward sequence. Well, I mean, he did open a do not disturb door, so I don't know what we were expecting. Well, it's his room. <laughs> his room. Well, then I guess he would know what to expect slash not to expect. You know, he should have just 
grabbed one of her long ass hairs and just put it across the door, and it would literally go Should across have. all yep. the doors, yep. and he would be able to see if someone was. <laughs> that would have been a nice callback. <laughs> What was Maybaum and Wilson's, like, why did they do this? Why did they have her be, like, sexually deviant and, like, really horny? Like, why did they decide to go that route? Is it just because Melina is a bit more of a paternal figure for more? Or, sorry, his role with her is a bit more paternal, and they wanted to tease up a bit? Like, they wanted younger people fancying her? What what were they thinking here with Bond? Maybe they because were, like, knee-deep knee in Gluvine? Is that what it was? Is that why they could <laughs> knee deep in Gluvine? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Maybom has been at the pen with a couple of strange, you know, kind of sexual relation things. You go back to Pussy Galore, you go back to yeah. the way, you know, Connery with... Uh, um, 300. What's her name in uh, mm. Thunderball? Pat Fearing's character, you know I mean? It's, oh, yes. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what they were thinking here with this one. I guess that one made a bit more sense, even though it was egregious. This is played and, for comedy. For comedy. It is, reason. yeah. But, yeah. I guess. but why would she be interested in him? I don't, this is what I don't understand. Why would they write her Maybe she as being interested in him? I'm curious to see if there's some subtext between how Chris talks. Because, care. you know, there's a scene where, like, um, at the, near the end that they kind of infer that Crustatos is interested in her. So maybe she just sees Chris. She's trying to find, always trying to find a sponsor or something, right? I think some, there should yeah, be more background on I guess. Like, more more background on her or something. But but isn't that's this lovely photography here? But isn't that yeah. isn't that sad though to say that you know she has to she 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 presumes that the sponsorship and the support's going to come with sex like that's how she's going to get it like that's it, it's not thinly yes. veiled it's just not thinly veiled how how yeah. you know caged in that female role is it's it's kind of disappointing you know because like you say we could have got a more interesting backstory but all she wants to do is impress the other men that aren't Cristatos. You know? Compare that to Ronan, you know, when you have like Katarina Witt, who was like a, you know, uh, oh, yeah. a figure skater and a much different type of kind of portrayal of the same kind of concept, yeah. right? But yeah. Very much so, man. I guess we've also got almost 20 years on though too, don't we? 15 at least. Yeah. This guy is definitely a um, front runner for the Hitler Youth Prize, that's for sure. <laughs> He's like his Aryan has they come. <laughs> yeah. I dig I dig BB's style though, like with the with like the cowboy hat and it's pretty yeah. Pretty cool do you? <laughs> no, I just <laughs> okay. I, cool, just, yeah. I just I'm just 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 like the fashion is all. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I can't say that I've ever thought that, but I feel like she it's probably unique. also pulled a Harrison Ford and stapled to her head because when you ski down the hill <laughs> that fast, like that, that cowboy hat ain't gonna ain't gonna stay on, man. Yeah. She was pretty. This, she was skiing pretty casually, like down a small slope, though. So I mean, still you know, it, the wind. She's, she's I used to have like an alligator old, clip on a team. on a little like it was almost yeah. like a bungee cord that I used to have. If I wore a cap and I skied, like if it was really mild, but I literally had like an alligator clip on the back of my hat on a cord, and then the other I had another alligator clip that would clip onto the back of my my ski ski jacket. So then if it mm-hmm. flew off, it would just be dangling down. But anyways, clever engineering genius Bill Conti's suspense music isn't great it's very dated 
Well, it is. It's up its time, but um, yeah, I quite time, like this. Yeah. I like the sequence quite a bit. I like the action. I like the editing. The editing's really good too. Mm-hmm. The John Glover, really good uh, Grover does a good job with this stuff, and yeah. uh, I, I do like, I like it. it. I like, there's no way uh, he would have missed that shot when the camera. I mean, he has to is, plot, but I like because you're you're seeing like the camera follow Bond, and then you see like mm. the rifle barrel come into. Come into the you know yeah it just kind of sneaks up in a frame, frame like that it's cool like it's it's neat because then it's like a POV of like the camera is almost like you know it's the it's the assassin. I sometimes feel too that Furies only feels like a Bond film like it should have been made in the seventies like kind of like with that French Connection, uh, Iger Sanction kind of style. Oh. Whereas like mm. back in the seventies the Bond films tried to be as anti. Uh, yeah. new wave American cinema as possible. You know, they were very extravagant over the top and they're kind of like continuing that tradition, but just maximizing it to 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 an extent that was just ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a very kind of traditional old kind of early like American Hollywood, uh, new new Hollywood style that they're doing with, with this with this film. I think that's what Glenn was, Glenn wanted to get back to, like those old style thrillers they oh. made in the 70s with, with this. Ooh. But again, Peter Hunt's OHMSS was very close to that style. So it was, yeah, yeah. Those bikes are cool. They're very cool. Yeah. Now is uh, our boy Tywin Lannister? Is he one of the bikers, or or is he in the no. car? That's what I'm. Yeah, I he's in the lift, isn't that where we first see him, or do we see him standing outside the car? I think he goes into the lift. the lift. I think he goes. He does. Into the yeah. Lift. Yeah. Yeah, Charles Dance. I, re- I read it. Mm-hmm. I read that his, his name is Kloss in the uh, in the. Crowd. Oh, really? That's right. That's what it, that was his role. Yeah. Did you know that he Nonsense. played Ian Fleming in in a, in a series? There he is. There's there's Charles. Mm-hmm. Really? Where I missed him. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he's right, he's he right there that with us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. He was quite a. Uh, he's quite a ginger, actually. I just I, you, you know yeah. knew about that him about him. Like you ever see like the jewel in the crown? Like he has very, very red hair. Which is a good miniseries, by the way, mm-hmm. Jewel in the Crown. It's oh, kind of funny uh, because he later plays Mountbatten <laughs> on the on the that's Crown. True. So him being right. that's very that's very fitting for the Jewel in the, yeah, Jewel in the right. Crown. <laughs> it's a shame that he wasn't. He could have been an Imperial officer in the Star Wars in mm-hmm. the eighties easily. He's got that look like I'm going to fart in this elevator. and No one's going to say a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably did. And the way we go. I did that when I was in uh, Torino a few years ago, 2008. Oh, yeah? No, no. I did did one of those ski jumps. Oh, Oh, wow, really? um, Yeah, I I tell you how far I went, too. About 20 feet. All the way to the hospital? And then I I hit and fell. Oh, no. I didn't. No, it was fine. I mean, it wasn't the big... You know how they have a couple of training ones and they've got the different level yeah. ones. Well, they have some open yeah. for for public with the with the like the instructors who go on the hour or whatever. And I went and tried it, and um, obviously I'm, I'm quite a capable skier, but I've never done that before. And you got different boots, bindings, the whole works. So I right. went about twenty yeah. feet. <laughs> hit the, oh hit wow. the Snow, and I just toppled over. Oh, identify with like the um, the, the the I guess the. I don't know what you would call him, the um, yeah, yeah. supervisor uh, on the jump there. He's like, what are these guys doing? Like, I don't really need this right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, about this after yeah. all this is done? I have to tell my supervisor yeah. what's going on here. That's right. What kind of paperwork am I going to have to fill out? 
I'll have to speak to my supervisor. I wouldn't stand oh, yeah, so close Dan's to that. Dan's on the lift with them. That's right, because yeah. he's he's the, he's the other yeah. skier. That's right. <laughs> Responding. He, do, he doesn't even have a pole. Like, look at them. Why did he get rid of that? Like, that's clearly inhibiting his performance. Why doesn't he get rid of that ski handle? Well, yeah, what pole the handle? <laughs> What's he going to do with it? He could gouge it into his neck. if he, Daniel Craig's bond oh, yeah. would drive it into his neck. Yeah, yeah. it's cut off and sharp. But yeah. no, nah, Roger's just going to bring it back to the shop and get his credit. <laughs> He's going to yeah, get his exactly. refund. Something happened to this on the slope. Ding. <laughs> Love this track. Great track yep. on the album. Great part yep. of the great part of the film. I lo- I like everything about this. This is a great action yep. sequence. Yeah, regardless of whether it's uh, yeah. R- R.I.P. to one of the stuntmen who died making this sequence too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, one of them You're died. Right. I forgot. Yes, that's right. I think I one of the bobsledders, right? Oh, yeah. I yeah, thought yeah, it was yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think you're right. I think it's that's one of the right. bobsledders. I forgot about that. Did they cut any of the... This, is still, this feels from like something from like a ski comedy in the 90s or something. <laughs> that whole sequence. <laughs> well, uh, it feels like something from Roger Moore's canon. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> everyone falls over even people who are behind the action they just yeah, fall over they're, 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 they're totally being told to fall over like by the assistant director <laughs> yeah. he's like and now with like a big, now. With a big me- with a big mega well no isn't that just like what the ski instructors tell you when you're like just just fall down like you're like Did Willie Bogner, learning, yeah. I think he was involved with this <laughs> sequence too I believe right I think Willie yeah. Bogner was where's and the guy that gets a uh, Oh, he's, yeah, he's, coming, he's coming. He's coming. Oh, here he our, is. Our, our, our guy yeah, from Sar- like, Sardinia. <laughs> I, there he I'm, is. I'm all the way in Italy. Gee. And then he's like, and then he screws with me in France a couple years later, too. But yeah, when, when I was just driving my cab, because he's, oh. he's from France, right? And he goes on vacation in Sardinia. And then he goes to Cortina a couple years later, like, like he loves Italy. And then he goes back to France, and there's this asshole again. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the anti JW Pepper. Yeah, exactly. His wine. All he wants he always is has to. his wine. It's a good thing somebody. It's a good thing somebody drilled, uh, um, kind of little bits of wood to to put the pole up there. Oh, oh! I feel like I just noticed now. Like one of the tires totally landed on the guy's ankle. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. See Martin Grace Josh, who's uh, Roger Moore's stunt double in the movie. The, he doesn't the, do this the stuff. The Irish does he? guy, right? He doesn't do he any doesn't of this see, stuff. No. no, no, no. He would. He would. No, this, this, is, this, might be Willie Bob this is maybe. literally crazy. Yeah, maybe Willie. Like it's like yeah. doing bobsled or loose is nuts enough as it is, but doing it on uh-huh. skis—that's just yeah. like insane. It is. It is crazy. If anyone who knows how to ski, ice is like the worst when you're skiing, and so you're just literally on like. A bobsled track with skis, like you're just freaking nuts. Was it in a, a rather innocuous thing that occurred to cause the death of the bobsledder, Josh? Do you recall, or was it I, one of the more kind of like when it flew off? I don't recall at the moment. I just remember reading that someone was killed yeah. on the bobsled in the sequence. That's not a bad tumble for the for that speed nope. that he was going down, and for that. You know, nope, both stunts. That's for sure. <laughs> I like how he's defeated by like a wood bench, like a, a <laughs> yeah, yeah. He could do everything else, Whoa. but oh, damn! 
Oh, that bench. He could even lift a motorcycle kettle. over his head. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. I like how it's like super bent. <laughs> it's like, damn it. What does he think yeah, he's going to accomplish by doing this? Yeah, it's like, he's, what, he's, he's going to accomplish like an Superman. avalanche? <laughs> Thus spoke Zarethra. He's like a iron, he's like an Aryan Superman, right? So he can Take bend this. metal easily. <laughs> and, like, and then he throws the tire after just for insult to injury. Like, I don't know. What yeah, of course. I think the, I think the turbo. Because the tire was jealous. It's like, why can't you throw me too? Come my on. opinion. Oh man, this that looks so badass. The the red uh it is a great color, here. Oh man, with the tires? Oh man. It's an awesome awesome car. My favorite yeah, the in the gold whole and series, the red that together one. looks so nice. I don't oh, have it's also say, that burglar it, protection. I just love it. Of course it does, yeah. Mm. I think Jacob uh, Brink no. has more yeah. accuracy has more agency than uh uh BB does in this film. Because Jacob well, Brink kinda has she's an less too victimized. in her own way. Although she is victimized yeah. in her own way, yeah. Yeah. I think she knows what more about what's going on than uh, BB does. Oh, though. I'm sure she does. Well, she does because she helps her at the end, doesn't she? Kind of like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't understand why Bond is interested in. Like, I know why, because. But at this point, he thinks that Christados is, is good. And so why is he interested in. And this is the most ridiculous thing ever, but I love it. But it's ridiculous. He's hockey, like you'd get dressed up, right, to play a game yeah. of hockey and then surprise attack James Bond in your hockey yeah. gear. What? It's know. just so dumb. It is ultimately dumb. It's like just, the dumbest just way. Like, man, I mean, just, just, just getting hockey shoot him, into like, a film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get dressed up, guys. Here's my idea tonight. Let's get dressed up. Flick the lights off. Not stop what we're doing. Body check, but not yet. We'll just skate around him a bit first, then we'll body check Bond. And we'll throw him into the net, and we'll pretend. Yeah, there we go. Let's hit him again. And let, let's wear like I, I want to see the report from like the locals over our helmets. Yeah, because that's, right. that's what people do. Well, I mean, Italy's not known they, they, for they its hockey it. prowess. <laughs> what year was I mean, Friday most, the Thirteenth? Uh, the first when one was did all that come out. Right, was like was around the time. This is around that time. Yeah. In that time, yeah. Okay. I think they just did this whole sequence just for the Zamboni. That's honestly what I feel like. We want oh, yeah. Roger Moore it's driving just, the yeah. Zamboni. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like a delivery method for that collision. Yeah. Oh. I, I can imagine like local car carbonari. So the this tourist was killed in the middle <laughs> of a hockey match of a hockey practice. How did the tourists get onto the ice? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I think that would be a very suspicious to that. Like, the, the first thing the they do is they're going to interview all the Canadians that are in the surrounding area. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, all the Canadians exactly. and Americans, Ra- please. Just round please up all the to Canadian the tourists. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dove. I like that weird kind of like sound effect they have for like the dove. Kind of, it's yeah, very it's cool. mal- malevolent how that he Conti does that with the synthesizer. Oh, there you go. And there's Melina looking very uh, Greek. Yeah, she looks great. Now, this is the island. That's, and he looks Port great, Boo, too. That is a fantastic look well. for, for Roger Moore. Yep. I think that's yep. my favorite it look is. in the film that's, so far for uh, him. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a great That's story. when I think of Roger Moore. That's what I think of. Like the, uh, I mean, yeah. other than like the white tuxedo, I guess, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. That's, from The Man with the Golden Gun, that one, you mean? The white suit? Well, no, I actually just mean also from the scene. I just think of like... Roger Moore oh, the dinner jacket. Yeah, 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 the dinner yeah. jacket. Yeah, Octopussy you know. and View yeah. and Kill. Yeah. 
It's the open collar that kind of modernizes the look too, doesn't it? Like it's, it's yeah, a modern it's like look. dressed down. Yeah, it's like the modern, like yeah. you know, if you had like a uh, cravat, it's a cravat, right? Like the yeah, the yeah. scarf. Yeah, that looked too. Scarf, yeah. Mm. Now this is filmed. Mm. Now this is filmed in Corfu and taking mm-hmm. place in Corfu. Mm-hmm. The ancient name of Corfu is Corcyra or Corsera. What's her name? Corsera. What's the name again? Okay, Corsu is, is the name of the island, right? Oh, okay. Also, no, it was known in the past as Corsura, and they were actually like their own independent s- city-state, very powerful. They were known to have probably one of the greatest fleets like in ancient Greek history, and this was kind of one of the main instigating play, uh, points of the Peloponnesian War oh. long, long time ago uh, was was because of what was going on with Corsera and one of their colonies. So it's it's uh, pretty cool, actually, but it's a, it was a very powerful like state on its own. And a um, lot of history to it. So if you ever go to Corfu, there's a lot of history to see there. Speaking of Greece, um, how, how are we doing with our uh, Free the Greeks podcast? Are we thinking of resuscitating that, Josh? Absolutely. You want to get back into that? Absolutely. I'm working on a little bit, on a little bit of it now, actually. So you... this is a bit of a refresher for me at the moment. Roger Moore's Bond doesn't play Baccarat very often, does he? Not really. No, I think this is the only time that he plays Baccarat in the whole in his whole run. Actually, hmm, you could be right. Again, this is them trying to do old callbacks, right? Ah, oh, the Countess Liesel, Cassandra Harris. How long after the film until she passed away? Oh, I think she was the early '90s when she passed. Early away. '90s, okay. Right. Yeah. This and also Pierce Brosnan was on the set of this of this movie yeah, too. That's I think right. that's when they first kind of thought about him for the role. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. When did Remington Steel start? 82, 83, 82? somewhere like eighty-two, around okay. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he was a known entity at that time. Mm-hmm. remember in Casino Royale, the novel, there's a chapter, isn't there, that explains the rules of Chemin de Fer. Yeah, this is Chemin de Fer. Explains how the game plays, yeah. Yeah. Well, that that is background, isn't There's not much difference, is there? There's not much difference, no. I'm speaking ignorantly here, I'm sure that... uh, Please correct us, uh, uh, listeners, if you know otherwise. I still thought it was a similar sort of game. Uh, be that count. guy on uh, Instagram and uh, let us let us have it on our ignorance, please. Yeah. We won't at you. Or girl. Or girl. Or girl. True. Uh, the double, double cross. Here we go. Getting ready for it, boys. Oh, yeah. There's Apostos in the background, as you can see him. Mm-hmm. This is a wonderful scene in the book, Josh. You remember the story, uh, Risico, where the tape recorder's under the table. It's, it's trans- yes. translated very nicely here into the film. Yeah, absolutely. They did do well with the source material here. I know they kind of cut and changed, right, for the script, uh, different things right. from different stories, but they did a good job with them. They, they did. 
Jeff, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but we've got we've got Risico, which is a short story for your eyes only, which is a short story about the Molina Havelock revenge. And then we've got uh, elements of the book Live and Let Die in here as well in this that kind of make up the the strength of the screenplay, you know, the key scenes and stuff. Oh, okay. You can check that out on our literary gun barrel episodes, Josh. We went through all that then, didn't we? In the That's early right. season. Good fun. I enjoyed those books. I'm looking forward to check continuing the books in our next season. Yeah, we're going to be going into John Gardner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the first books I one of the first big novels that I read was John Gardner's License to Kill. I read that oh, before cool. I read Jurassic Park, actually. Nice one. Those were like my first two big like adult novels, I guess you could say. I remember when you read Jurassic Park because you came to visit me that summer and you had it with you. That's right. 90, summer 93. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. How do we think Roger Moore looks here, guys? I don't think he's getting... I don't think he looks too long in the tooth for his his role, you know? And He, he definitely aged between here and Octopussy, um, that's for sure. His hair bothers me in this scene, but everything it, else... Is what is it? Is it the... The, the uh, Buffon just, sort of... Uh, to, yeah. It's just uh, that one shot. There was one shot where, like, his hair just looked like it, like he just needed to comb a couple of hairs. But, I mean, I'm... I'm and I really am just splitting hairs here, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> of course. There's a YouTuber that I watch, uh, Shan watches movies, and he's been reacting to the Bond series. He's just finished A View to a Kill. Anyways, uh, he's a very big fan of, like, Ken Adam and, like, the traditional kind of big, expl- uh, you know, big Ooh, villain plots. <laughs> and he gave this movie a good review, but he said that, like, he found the kind of the plot and the and the villains kind of uninteresting. And I understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, though, like, I, I think you got to kind of look beyond expectations you know well yeah they're not over, like, they're not really super over the top like a, some of the other bond villains yeah i think is probably where he's coming from here even compared to the connery villains th- this guy is yeah. pretty tame yeah. not in terms of like yeah. menace or or you know malevolence or anything like that but it's just like the terms of the performance and how it's being directed But but then again, the um, the YouTuber uh, he has he admitted that he hasn't read the novels. So I mean, that's also hmm. many a feeling when people watch. I I know people who haven't read the books, and their bond is very kind of either the Sean Connery bond or the or the Roger Moore bond. And though mm-hmm. those I know those people don't care much for the Daniel Craig films, um, for, you know, for for other reasons, but also that they don't enjoy. They, they don't. They don't enjoy his bonds, right? They, they don't care that it's the Fleming in background, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to be honest, though, guys. I think that there's something really refreshing about not having a big bad, like a a crazy super villain. Like I like there just yep. being. I remember Jeff, you did some context on sort of the Greek, um, mm-hmm. like post war. What, what was going on in Greece, you know, yeah. with like a lot of the smuggling and tumultuous. all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and the civil strife. And and I kind of like mm. the context of there being little bads in this world that kind of network yes. evil. Well, I like, that's I like thing, it. Right? It's something yeah. different. Yeah. And it's the little bads altogether. Too, yeah. yeah, 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 it makes sense. I guess it goes towards my love for the living daylights, too. It's a similar kind of plot, right? Yeah, you got you're the right, little buddy. bads yeah. and the big yeah, bads. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. 
By the way, this is a beautiful Rolls here we got. Oh, yeah. 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 Very nice. <laughs> Lovely. I don't know if that's a Silver Phantom or a, a Silver... Uh, Silver Phantom, yeah, that's right. Was that the one that's in... This looks like the one that's in License to Kill, but it's not a Silver Phantom. It but it's it? not Silver. What is yeah, that one? Yeah. You mean the one that... Um, oh, my goodness. What's his name from the event? Silver story? Ghost? Silver... No, not Ghost. What is it? I got to look it up. Sorry. Mm, champagne and oysters. Yeah, that's it's a gift basic that keeps on giving. Call. Yeah. It's Netflix well, and yeah. chill for 1981. That's right, yeah. <laughs> well, oysters, I think, are still booty call, aren't they? Like, in terms of their reputation as uh, aphrodisiacs and all that stuff. Innuendo. I believe, sure, I believe yeah. you're correct. Uh-huh. Innuendo. And now, and now we got the 80s porn music. We do. This is one hell of a set. Like, this just looks fantastic oh, yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, I oh, would yeah. just, oh, I would do exactly what they're doing um, with or without a mate. <laughs> I would just do that. I would just do that. Thank you. Oh, fireplace okay, and floor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what you meant there, but now I get it. But I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, 90s. It's interesting how, like, was your accent, Countess? <laughs> I like this part. They got good banter, these two. I like that. Yep. I like it. I'm not a fan of his uh, robe. bathrobe or whatever you want to, personally, but. It's funny how, like, her character looks completely different when when she came in versus now. Mm-hmm. Like, she was so restrained and kind of with her hair pulled back and stuff. And Jeez. Yeah. yeah. But she's Irish, isn't she? Or is she Australian? Oh, gosh. Cassandra Harris. I don't know. I, I didn't think she was Australian, Remember, but she she might be. You, you go ahead and fact check it up. And while you're at it, tell me yeah. what the Silver Phantom looks like. I uh, I don't have my phone with me. <laughs> if I if I go check on something on my phone right now, I'll, I'll have oh, a of course, it. right? Well, so whatever. It's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to happen. We're that backwards. <laughs> that that reminds me of. Um, Kind of like what Tracy was wearing at the beginning of OHMSS on the beach. That same and I think of- it, I think it's meant to, buddy. Yeah, there's a lot of callback in this, and John Glenn does well there with that. Yeah, and it's funny. Like until we started talking th- through here, like the Goldfinger stuff, the Tracy stuff, like I hadn't noticed it before. But yeah, this is very, very much a e- even like the uh, white shirt, and the black pants, thing. Thing. very Lazenby. Yeah, you, right? it like is, the- buddy. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I don't know if that was a silver phantom. Oh, it's or silver cloud? No. Silver no. silver ghost? No, there's no there's no ghost. When, I'm getting them all mixed. Charles up, Dance Rose, is coming at you in a, in, in, in a June bug. You run like hell. This is cold blooded. This is Cubs. terrible. Stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Locke is definitely one of the P- POS villains of the Bond series oh, for he sure. Is. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> To be honest, sound, though, if we're going to get glass half full, if you're going to get hit by a car, you're it's a lot better to get hit by a car on sand because you're just going to mm-hmm. like yep. That's stop. True. Yeah. And it's dance kind of reminds me of Kevin McKidd from Rome a little bit actually. Ooh. A little bit. Well, he's gone now, so. What was that, Tyrion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Really. Charles Dance killed by crossbow or or harpoon yeah. or some kind of arrow implement. Mm. 
I, I like that Bond, Moore's Bond gives a moment of like reflection for, for her. He kind of feels bad for her, right? And I think that goes into him murdering Locke in cold blood too in the, in, in, later in the sequence. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, that's not worthy of the revenge of, of Ferrara. He didn't even know Ferrara. No, man, it's because of Liesel. That's why he did what he did to Locke, right? Yeah. But in even the big though context, he, you know, he, yeah, denies, he denies Melina her opportunity for revenge. <laughs> You can dress yeah. it up any way you Bond's want. A hypocrite. But, um, <laughs> Bond is a hypocrite. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a total hypocrite. Yeah. What a, a person who like kills for the for the for you know with hey, the permission did you take of the my government clothes? and I had that sleeps exact with the women. <laughs> Columbo's stateroom is interesting. Like mm-hmm. it is, and that is the word for it. Interesting. Oh, I want that map in the background because it has I know, it's, like it's Greece pretty nice and yep. and Asia as well, which yep, is part of cool. part of the Greek world. Yeah. And he's got the light brights on there too. He does, or maybe they're just tax. Are they a tax? A tax. I like how the costume design is meant to kind of bring the characters together, you know, because Bond wore in just a previous scene yeah. the double breasted exactly. with the open collar, yeah. and yeah. you've got he a, a double breasted here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You could do some cool stuff with semiology, I guess, a color and stuff here, because you got the black and white and the morality. I like it. I, I think that this, uh, I, th- I think that Elizabeth Walker, I think that's her name, might not be, but I think if she, if she is the one I'm thinking of, then she's done a good job with this. I feel like what Bond's wearing right now is like his um, his um, semi formal like frogman outfit yeah <laughs> he's yeah. like yeah. uh well i have to go storm a beach on a sunday afternoon and i may play you know bocce coconut yeah 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 <laughs> or crocodile yeah exactly so i'm gonna have a light jacket but i'll have the turtleneck because it'll go underneath my snorkel outfit you know I don't think Topel gets enough credit for his performance in this film. I don't think anyone's oh, ever good. been like, like actively him. actively bad or you know mean I, towards I him. I enjoyed his character. He's good. And I remember good. talking about sort of like the, the, sort of we were kind of just going over like what he probably was. You know, when I was describing sort of um, the history of uh, of Greece, sort of post World War II and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know how they were mentioning that they were friends during the resistance and that kind of stuff. So um, I do like his character, and I, I do I, I do kind of like their their banter here because yeah. he's an interesting character. I've, I've he got those glasses, a lot of guys. One of my I've father's closest friends, oh, yeah? and I think that's why I've always warmed to him. Who's that? I call him the Greek Scott Bakula. That's what I. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, Greek Scott Bakula. No, he looks <laughs> a lot like um, my like uh, a very George. close friend of our fam. Y- uh, yes, exactly. Uh, gorgeous of, George. Of, of, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> I can kind of see that George is thinner though and taller. Back then, though, I'm referring to when I first saw the Was movie. Was he? Was he? Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, I think Maybe. they read somewhere, or not, well, I heard that the the Mediterranean, di- sorry, I don't know, I was just thinking about your olives and obviously the Greek the stuff. The sequence is great. <laughs> I don't know, because you were saying thinner, and I was thinking, like, apparently the, the Mediterranean diet is still one of the healthiest, apparently. Yes, it I is. No doubt. Heavy olives. fish, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fish and olives. Well, they eat more than all those all those good stuff. Well, no, I know, oh, but right. I was thinking like they probably. I figured they would probably try and like say like, oh, it's not good because of the cholesterol. I guess because of the oils, but I guess it's still because a lot of people in that area like they live to a pretty ripe old age. Yes, oh, yeah. you know. 
Yeah, the fish is definitely helpful in that regard. Well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember this this scene. There's a lot of extras in this. This is a scene that I've really grown to appreciate more because yeah. as a kid, I, f- I found it dull as a kid. I found it dark I, I and love sort it. of confusing and long, but I really oh, okay. like it now. And you actually, Jeff, uh, it was what is, is what you did in your little research for me um, back in 2018-19 when you were talking about kind of the Greek resistance and all how much of this sort of uh, the, 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 the reality of this environment. And um, that was really good feature, actually, if you go back and listen to the yeah. episode. And that's kind of made me pay a lot more attention to it because there is a lot of realistic sort of you know, double crossing and stuff going on here. That was yeah. part of the context post-war Fact, Greece. Factions, because yeah. there was a ton of factions. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, right? Yeah. It's cool. I liked it. This is believable yeah, part of the film. Design, the sound oh, design sorry. is really good in this sequence. The too. sound design is mm-hmm. is good here. Oh, the other thing I, I actually mm. am enjoying right now is sort of like the, the mixed bag of all the different weapons, which I also yes. find is realistic because it's the, just kind of like a... Well, yeah, you just get whatever you can get, right? So there's like, you know... Yeah. Some, Paper rolls. some more modern weapons, but then you also have like older, like you know, weapons from the sixties, f- fifties, like whatever. Now, if you notice the mines. Hey, I love the visual storytelling mm-hmm. of the screenplay for your for your eyes only because we now we know like the mines. Oh, we're like making these connections, right? This is all mm-hmm. connected. And after Topol's big reveal that it was it was Christatos as the, as the baddie and and not him, Chekhov's diving suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. We're going to see that soon too. Yeah, yeah. Well, those big rolls. Or, or is that the panda from the from the Chinese Olympics right now? <laughs> <laughs> it was like Stay Puft Mar- Marshmallow Man. Yeah, the Stay Puft Marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> How sensitive are those mines typically when they're submerged? They have to be fairly sensitive, I, I would think. Because you'd think that, Oof. well, I don't know. Because you'd think if there was like a big wave or something, if there's any uh-huh. kind of like debris in the sea, wouldn't it just set it off? So well, there's got to be yeah, something. Yeah, kind of wonder one. Hmm. Is there like a magnetic feature to it? Like I th- I'm, I'm I think truly ignorant, like some sort uh, of metal on metal conductor. I really... Locke is always moving, always thinking. I love how Locke like, gives mind. orders. One thing really interesting about Locke is, as a villain, too, is that he gives orders and delegates, but he also does the dirty work himself. He's very versatile as a villain. Yeah, he'll have and, no problem driving yeah. over a very attractive woman in the sand with a dune buggy. I mean, you know, he'll do the dirty work, yeah. too. He will. But like, even now, he's, he's getting ready, preparing. He's about to blow the whole warehouse, right? Like, he's always ready for the next move, the next action that he has to do. He's a tactician. Ooh. Away How now. did Bond even like when he blew up yeah. all that stuff? Like that's crazy. Love that practical explosion too. Oh, he's it looks fine. Great. His hair hasn't even like Wow, that's impressive. You gotta really so, respect practical explosions. Oh yeah, you No, I just meant it's impressive that, that I just don't that, see Roger Moore making this run, m- m- like, making this run. I just don't see it happening. No, this would have been Martin Grace. But Josh, what can you tell us about the old <laughs> the old fortress here in Corfu? You know, I mean, it does have a pretty awesome this history. This is not in Corfu. This, this, this is this is yeah, it is the old. This is the old oh, this fortress. Oh, this is still in Corfu. Yes, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, 
Um, but I'm not quite sure about the medieval history of Corfu, so I couldn't answer that question for you. It changed hands, didn't it? From like the Venetians to the Italians to the French to the Russians. And then the Nazis used it to put in Jews yep. in, the, in the World War II as well. It's really, uh, I need to read yes. into this because I remember oh, wow. us talking about it. It's a fascinating space where this is filmed. Like the history of it yeah. is really, really interesting. It's kind of like Malta. You have all the different peoples there all the time. Or like Sicily, too, in that way. Like yeah. different different cultures, different times. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, and here we go. Oh, Everybody knows this, this scene. Yeah. Not, not one lots of Roger Moore's. Lots of contention. Yeah, happy moments. He didn't want to do this. But uh, I think they found a middle ground, didn't they? With a soft kick. <laughs> and by ground, soft you mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going over anyway. I think what they did is they made it look like it was going over anyway. So he just helped it along yeah. its way because he want more wanted the pin to go in, and then he reaches for it awkwardly, and that weight distribution caused the crash. But, yeah, it or was. The fall. Uh, it was. That's what he yeah, wanted. Yeah, it wasn't bond, it which was it does, <laughs> but not fast enough. Yeah, so yeah. he gives it a little boot here. Oh, he's gonna need some Robaxaset. Oh, <laughs> that was a very. Uh, I love the stunt man coming out. Con- that's not a stunt man that's a dummy that's a blow up <laughs> that's what I'm saying he needs Robax's head yeah I'll say yeah it's a fucking stunt man <laughs> I wouldn't do that for all the money in the world you might come out of this alive on you go <laughs> so this whole uh, temple set was designed mm-hmm. for the movie it does not exist actually well shit I was just about to book my vacation <laughs> shit <laughs> It's very well created, for sure. Yeah, it's I, superb. I it's so fun. It's so nice to see this. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It's lovely. Turtle. Was this the Bahamas? Is it, was this also in the Bahamas? The, the I think this stuff? was in the Bahamas. The Bahamas. Yeah. This was in the Bahamas. This particular sequence. Yeah. All the the Ionian Sea stuff I know was in the. I was going to say, is this supposed to be Atlantis? Is that what? <laughs> now this yeah, is more the super the the superimposition of the bubbles because Carol Bouquet could not that's go right. underwater because yeah. of a yeah, swimming that's right. yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's not Carol Bouquet swimming there. Well, darn. Well, no, maybe it is. Those well, look like her legs. I'm just saying. <laughs> what? They look like her legs. That's fact. <laughs> they look like any swimmer's legs. <laughs> they look like her legs. I'm you just, I'm just good thinking at, of like that that, the, fa- that famous cover, that famous poster the cover, ga- right? Well, yeah, Which well, is probably not using the gam cam. Those aren't her legs either, man. Those are some animated, no. like, illustrated legs. Exactly. <laughs> it's the, the gam cam. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, totally. There we go. Roger Moore, the James Bond with high with high with with uh, high waist pants. I, I like high waist. Oh, well, Connery wore high waist in a couple of his early films too, he, and I quite like them. Yeah, I like the high waist. I think I never like that color of yellow T-shirt. It just makes me no, think it's of, old. Like, it's old man. Old country man. Club. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is. This that's an old outfit for for Moore. Like the two of them really look older but, and I younger. Mean, in that, you you still. I mean, I remember seeing old men. And would like they would have been wearing that shirt like twenty years ago because it would have been hmm. twenty years old at the time, and it's still gross. <laughs> That's right. Like you see these in Value Village, and you're like, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, I mean, look, man, Carol Bouquet is dressed modern again. She's got these cut up, the, yeah. these kind of yeah. short, short, sunny yep. skirty. I don't know, is it a squirt? Mm-hmm. Is it like? Is it like a? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, 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 it's like a short. Yeah. It's like it's shorts. It's, it's, it's a pair it's, of shorts. Yeah. Oh, okay. shorts, yeah. yeah. Yeah, got little pleated fronts. She's a smartly dressed in this film. Mm-hmm. 
She is. She's not. It's, she's not like dressed like over. Provocative. You know, she's not like um yeah. like a dress like a like a you know like a piece of ass. It's, yeah, she's yeah, dressed yeah. like you know re- respectively. Uh-huh. Respectably is what I'm trying to say. Respectably. I don't know. When Roger Moore's Bond is like how how much of a sign know it all is. Yeah, it's a know it all Bond. You remember in Moonraker where he's talking about like oh, oh the yeah. compound of this nerve toxin is uh, the only place you can get that is in the upper reaches of the Hibitibi River. Halala, like fuck off, Bond. Just go do what you're told. Yep. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he can't. He's got to tell you. You are a civil servant. Do what <laughs> you have right. to do. Yeah, yeah. I, this was also Bahamas, all with models too. But I think this is one of the great underwater action sequences ever filmed, in my opinion. And it to me, really this is, is a better yeah. sequence than Thunderball. Yeah, it's it's more. It's well, it's Thunderball more compact. It didn't take like is three. It's, yeah, because like yeah. Th- the Thunderball's action scene is the entire length of this film. Well, yeah, thir- <laughs> it's like thirty percent of Thunderball's underwater. Yeah. I fall asleep sometimes during that all the time. Like it's so frustrating. I'm like, just get me on top of of the. Uh, on the disco volante when it's going like, you know, 500 frames a second and then I'll be happy. <laughs> when I see that, the underwater suit, I think of that, do you remember that game? Was it gyro something or other with like the Nintendo? You had the robot. Mm, nope. Remember the what regular Nintendo game where like, in this, you have like two scientists and like you're like putting r- radishes or like you're, it's like, it was a two player split screen game, but there was also oh, like a that. robot. Uh, now, where is Valletta? That's in Albania, right? Valletta? Yeah. Is, that, is yeah. that a. Yeah. Albania, yeah. Okay. So that I makes remember it an Gyro. Albanian sh- ship. Not like Dr. Mario. You're not thinking of something like that, eh? No, no. It was kind of like Dr. Mario, but it was like one of the first games. Like, I think okay. if you bought the Nintendo, you could either get, like, a bundle with, like, the gun and the robot, but I cannot remember what the game's name was. Let me just see here. Connie's score is really good in this sequence, too, especially when they were discovering the St. George's. Like, I really like the yeah. the high orchestra that, that he puts into it here, too. Yeah, it was called Gyromite. Okay. No, man, I don't know it. What good are you? I know, right? Uh, totally let you fall flat there. I'll check it out on an emulator later. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was got Nintendo's got an R-O-B To me, it's like that villain in Aquaman, Sorry. Black Manta. I like how Eric Krieger just has his shirt off. Like, eh, whatever. It's, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working, but I'm also, you know, in the Greek islands. So, I, in, in the Ionian Sea, why not? Also, thank you, Jeff, for the uh, message. Much appreciated. <laughs> is, there is, shark, when, when oh, went, is there a shark jump I'll, scare? No, I, I was thinking, is Ben Gardner's head going to c- come out with his missing <laughs> eye? <laughs> no, but I always think Greatest there's a jump, a, scare, a jump ever. scare. Every time I watch Jaws, Ben Gardner's head always freaks me out every time I watch it. Oh, it's quite fun go. to teach Jaws with kids who uh, haven't seen it before because... Oh, yeah. You know, oh, there it is. Jeez. Oh, yeah. 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 There is a jump scare. Uh, it wasn't really scary, but it's surprising. 
not scary to you because you weren't there with the shark. God. Mm, I know. <laughs> oh, there's the phone off the hook, so I guess no one. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that That's one's linked to the red phone in M's, or not M, but the minister's office. Uh, the reception's Could terrible. <laughs> oh, decomposition hasn't set in yet. Which is surprising because the shark was in there, but anyway. Yeah. Well, the shark's just checking it out, man. He's just swimming around, you know? Fish like that shit. Yeah, but there's a... Yeah, but they want to eat like, too, because like, they're, they're sharks. I'll yeah, they slow later. metabolism. See, see those, those, like, stand-up radar... <laughs> those stand-up, like, radar imagery uh, things remind me of, like, the... Uh, Ta- the, the tactician station in um, Star Wars, like I would, you know, oh, yeah, base totally. or at, or at yep. Gavin 4. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I totally know what you're talking about. It's a good bit the Empire knows we're here. How many Bosons lost their lives for this Atex? <laughs> Why is there so much sawdust on that thing? <laughs> it's Where do the sawdust sediment. come from? You'll find oh, okay. it. I guess that makes more sense. Speaking of Darth Vader, yeah, here's a, here's a <laughs> point. Here's a point of view that uh, we haven't had before. To be honest, it just looks like someone just spilled a whole bunch of fish food. All over the place. <laughs> Fish flakes. Yeah. Maybe somebody's chumming the water. Maybe this is Cristato's. There you top. go. Just chumming That's the exactly boat. exactly what it is. Except for the chum would be a lot. I don't think it would be that. I think it would be. I want to say wetter, but that doesn't make sense because they're underwater. I don't know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's try. They, they subverted, <laughs> yeah. cut, the, cut yeah. the green wire trope by cutting all the wires. Because what it looks like, it looks like Mrs. Dash all over, all over <laughs> that. <laughs> Uncle Ben's savory. Yeah. Uh, what do we call it? Shake and bake. <laughs> Shake and bake. Yeah. So what Uh-oh. you're saying is they got into the cafeteria. Yes, Tyrannosaurus Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. <laughs> well, oh yeah, did the number there? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my! Looked like it's that, that corpse was trying to catch the phone there for a minute. Looks like he's going to try. Yeah, to pull no. Up. Wedgie. Ooh, not good. Yeah, yeah. Not good. How many minutes of air did they say she had? Eight? She spent yeah. them all there. Yeah. Or was it only that they could last eight minutes under the water? I can I don't remember. Don't arigato, Mr. Roboto. Do. <laughs> <laughs> That suit is not maneuverable. That's that's for sure. Yeah. 
Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. <laughs> I don't think that had much of a... Oh, there goes no. the Star Wars radar screens. Yep. Imperial troops have invaded the base. Oh. Imperial troops have invaded the base. Ooh, baller move. Ouch. Let's just crush him instead. Yeah. Probably the most practical thing he's done. <laughs> yeah, really. Although we know his fate is sealed pretty much. Yeah. Ooh. He's going to have a heart attack. <laughs> well, that shark's going to... Sorry, like, there's a delay there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of Kool-Aid in the water. Yeah, definitely. These sharks are going to be coming back. I think it's Crystal Light. Uh, he he has other problems. Mm. Yeah, he's not coming back. <laughs> well, he was like an astronaut. It should be Tang. Tang. <laughs> well, then. That was a great explosion. I love that. Yep. That's very good. I'm all about the practical explosions. Yeah, I've mm. noticed that today. Yeah, you are. Oh, I just appreciate their design because CGI fire to me just looks oh, yeah. okay, but you can tell just, CGI sometimes. I just it's... think of like the MacGyver opening credits. I'm like, we don't need that. I think you've been watching too much Richard Dean Anderson. <laughs> I ha- uh, or or the right amount. Of Not Richard enough. Dean Anderson. Mm. Yeah. yeah, the right amount exactly. I enjoy him as Colonel Jack O'Neill, even though oh, he's, he's great. quite different from the yeah. uh, Kurt Russell Jack O'Neill. But I, I, pr- I prefer his. I prefer him over Kurt Russell's Jack O'Neill. I guess because there's yeah. no character well, he, development. He's very sarcastic, and I, I appreciate his little quips. He's actually very funny. Anyways. Yeah. That was a plug for Stargate SG-1, which is yeah. actually a pretty fun sci-fi it, series. It's a pretty fun show. Especially and if I you're in the pandemic and you want something now. to watch. <laughs> I only just started watching the show now, literally. Her makeup is really good for having yeah, been through she's just been through. Yeah, I know. It's like... It's not bad. This is a very good. That has commercial. strong foundation. Yes, very strong <laughs> foundation for sure. Yep. Well, it's going to be tested again now in a minute. Mm. Automatically leaving section in 54. Okay. Yep, I'm still here. Sorry, I was just making sure I wasn't cut off by the system. Make sure you guys don't get that message either on your screen. What message? Um, no, about I got a message from um, Squadcast that they're going to close me in fifty-five seconds if I don't respond. Nah, what? Uh. They wouldn't dare. <clears throat> I don't know why it's this just, guy. Kind of, uh, I feel like this guy going. reminds me of like Doctor Octopus. <laughs> yeah, he's got that like, about him. Yeah, he has, yeah. He has a Doctor Octavius vibe to him. Yeah, it's the glasses. Come on, it's the same thing that we yeah. we feel whenever we see. Oh the other yeah, dude. who is it? it in Boris and Goldeneye, it's all the same thing. Oh, yeah. 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 It's definitely not Elford Molina, that's for sure. No. I love This thing has all the gadgets, eh? Holy mackerel. It does, yeah. I do like how the KGB has like its own, like obviously its own type, of, its own version of Q. Uh, you know, I mean these guys are. I know these guys are hired by Cristatos, but they're probably KGB funded, right? So, especially for this, 
I mean, what practicality well, would you have a submarine like, 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 like this for? You know what I mean? Unless you're Robert Ballard, I suppose, but mm-hmm. I have no idea. Well, I mean, this is what these guys do, you know? I mean, her dad and others yeah. like him were uh, yeah. marine archaeologists. True, true. This, is, this is their uh, big research project, you know? Yeah. I'm referring more to the villains. Uh, d- yeah, why, why they have under, yeah, submersibles and things to attack people with. Yeah, well. Yeah. Because plot. Or maybe because they were part of Strongberg's former cult and they were planning for a world beneath the sea. See, so, I'm just more curious about the guy who's like the quartermaster. <laughs> he's like, logistics, he's like, um, so did we get those underwater submarines to kill double O agents in the near future? That's right. Just in case, you know, we need it. Is that this year's budget or next year's? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> luckily, uh, luckily, they'll get out of here now and everything's fine. Don't watch out for that stone. James doesn't care. James Bond doesn't care about world heritage sites. I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I like the uh, I like the look she gives him though. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. Like uh, my father's I'm gonna, work. I'm going to be getting work. a very nasty phone call from UNESCO very soon. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oopsie. I wouldn't have led with that. I wouldn't have come out with that. I mean, you've, it's your playing card done, right? Of course, he doesn't know these guys are after him, so, hey. They're matching raincoats. It's so cute. They're, they're trying to do a Red Grant thing with him, too, aren't they? A little bit. but he, uh, like I guess so, bit, yeah. yeah. I think Glover has an understated performance. It's, it's it's very good. He's very slimy and 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 uh, Ma- Ma- Machiavellian, you know. Mm-hmm. Like how the guy just like it definitely feels like he's a turncoat. But those are very tight jeans. The voice of the KGB. Krieger is definitely like the the the, the GRU liaison or something for uh, mm-hmm. for Statos. Well, he didn't uh, he didn't skimp on the uh, protein powder for breakfast. Nope. <laughs> well, it's uh, not exactly what I look like when I step in the shower. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, I'm not far close, off, but, but yeah, close. Yeah, yeah but close. <laughs> not, not quite. Yeah, I probably look a bit more. I'm about twelve more, to be honest. Away from that. <laughs> if you're content with that, then that's good. Well, my yeah, I mean, I'd be content with that. Of course. Particularly if uh, if she was with me, but this never here nor there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now this sequence of course I'm is pulled from, from that Live and Let Die the novel um, coiled rope mm-hmm. made my day <laughs> yeah, yeah it was beautifully that was like it was like immaculate like yeah. I feel that wasn't it, even it oh my god because oh. I could never achieve and watching it come watching it come un, 
Here it goes. Here it goes. Is, oh, is triggering me oh. so It's like bad. a Zen garden. It's rope, like a Zen uh, garden. Rope porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ew. Don't Google that. Fact checkers, yeah, actually, do yeah, not Google that. that or if you're going to do and that, make sure that you have, you know, you Josh's renewed permission. your malware yeah, bytes. Start with him yeah. first. On your computer. Yeah. yeah, okay. Oh, this thing when they scrape. Oh. Oh. Ooh. They scrape on the coral. Uh, have you noticed, like, this movie has, like, so it has the, 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 like, you go from the beach scene with Locke, and then you have an interlude, and then you have the uh, Albania, the Albania sequence, then you have, like, the underwater sequence, and then you have this one. Like, this movie mm-hmm. is just, like, bam, bam, bam. Like, it's such a great, like, screenplay. Yep. Yeah. There's no mustin' around structure. in True Eyes Only. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Set piece, set piece to set piece, or set scene, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Like, I, you're right. Whereas there's really no lulls. Like it goes, it does what it needs to do, and it does it well. Um, there's no real lulls. Yeah. Oh man, just oh god, it's like so painful. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Those dockers are shredded. Sorry, shark. I'm pretty sure that shark has been uh, neutralized with some sort of a <laughs> hypodermic. <laughs> I don't think it's terribly it's active. It's interested. It's just like chilling. Yeah. <laughs> it ate a Greenpeace guy, so he's all just like mellow. Like, we're fine. Uh, I mentioned before I went to the town to the. I was going to say the town to the Mr. Ripley's, but I meant to say oh, uh, Ripley's Aquarium in Toronto. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. And I found like Mr. Ripley's and, Aquarium. And the- <laughs> <laughs> don't want to go there. <laughs> that was a quick way of him, of him disposing of people. The, you walk in the front door, you just see like a bloody oar. You're like, oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That scene was insane. When like he scalps him. Oh, mm-hmm. man. I was like, what the hell? Right from the book, which we have just recently read and will be upcoming next episode of uh, Lighting the Pipes, our little Literary podcast. Oh, no. that me and Scott do oh man, the shark went right to his nuts too. Did you notice? No, oh, like went- oh god. Wow, what you're an asshole, Christados. No loyalty whatsoever, but you nope. pay well, so I guess. <sighs> to be fair, all those guys would probably give a shit about that guy. You, who cares I guess about they weren't who very cares about chummy. Bill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That was like a jabba laugh. Yep. Sorry, I realize I'm I'm not actually talking very much or offering much at all, but I really like this scene. It's it's quite good to just sort of sit yeah, and have a yeah. few moments too, isn't it? Oh, this of course, uh, keel, keel hauling stuff Getting that's really great good in the film. By Lamont. Mm-hmm. This is Jeff from uh, Live and Let Die. I know many of our listeners will know that, but you might not have read Live and Let Die. This is from the book at the end. This Keel Hall. I did mention scene. that, so you were definitely yeah. tuned out when we were talking. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. well, we I know we talked about no, it a few no minutes worries. ago, but oh, okay. I was tuned out. Yeah, I also love the fact that, like in the script, they deliberately leave the um, the oxygen tank. You know, like, oh yeah, on the bottom <laughs> That's clever. there, yeah. right? So, so very good. There's lots of different Chekhovian things going on here. Mm-hmm. 
That's just Green like Ready the shot from Thunderball, isn't it? Where uh, he's following Paula up the or Domino up yep. the ladder. That's right. Also reminds me of when um, I forget the actress's name, but the uh, when she's climbing up the uh, man, her hair yacht is so belonging long. to Le Chief. Mm-hmm. Oh right, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She could have been like, it's like uh, it's like Brooke Shields' hair from like the Blue Lagoon or something. Yeah, maybe you are onto that. Yeah, but that's later. Though, it's isn't the it? same year, Blue I think, Lagoon. Actually, is it eighty one? Wow. Okay. Uh, there's eighty. Maybe it's eighty one, eighty two, something like that. But okay, cool. I think it's time for a customary cue scene. Yes. Yeah. Man, I just want to eat whatever they have there. Mm-hmm. Well, tonight's homemade pizza night for me and my family, so I'll oh. be hitting the olives tonight, boys. Very good. Yeah, the olives, olives, green olives, Kalamata yeah, olives. What do you I got? Will. Mm-hmm. I know about that oh, brown. I've got, uh, I don't know. I actually that don't know. That's a good question. Me. You don't like that combo, Josh, the blue and brown? Yeah, it just looks, I don't know. I, okay. I don't hate it, but I just don't like it, I guess. It's I don't like, like the, the sort blue of camel, with it? Camel color. Yeah, I mean that, again. It feels like, like wrong for that's, Greece. That's a opinion. very nineteen early nineteen eighties color for those suits because even my dad had that color of a suit. It's like Dirty Harry, something and Dirty Harry would one. wear almost because he had like the. I don't know. I mean, more this fits is, a suit well. It would be. I mean, the, the tailoring there is quite strong. I think that the. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's all right. I, I, I kind of like the color combination. Well, yeah, it's maybe. all right for nineteen eighty one. Like it's just it's a dated yeah, suit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think um, I don't think it's as dated as that beard. That's for sure. <laughs> well, that's a religious thing. Ah, right. Fair enough. Even the pe- the peel off effect is that too part of well, the practice? <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe he's got alopecia. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, I don't think we'll bother... Um, very tall we'll... Jawas. <laughs> very tall Jawas. Meteora right there. Mm-hmm. In... It is, yeah. What do you think of that rope? <laughs> I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey recently, which is set like in ancient Greece, and you climb a lot of mountains and stuff in there, and I want to climb that mountain in, in, in Assassin's Creed now. Oh, I, that's I definitely going to be a leap of faith in that one. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Colombo didn't dress for action, did he? Not really. He wore. He did wear the monk's robe for a bit. Well, he brought people to do his work for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah but look, he just got another coat on. And... Yeah, I'm just going to, you know... And one woman. It's like the Holy you know, Grail did ha- under the light there. Yeah, I know. Atax like, sitting look. on the altar. Yeah, I know. It's like, hey, look, let's play some Atari in this Greek Orthodox mm. <laughs> monastery. I love Greece. It's like just it's just like a mountainous everywhere. So here's my question: mm-hmm. the lamps, yes, where are the outlets? Behind the bed, of uh, course. Maybe they are paraffin. Maybe they're paraffin. 
The only chord that would by any chance be able to reach would be the chord from the Tom Petty music video. You know the one I'm talking about? Where it's like (laughs) the whole video is following the guitar chord. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. (laughs) following. That's what Bond is That's the only chord. Where's the outlet? Like Hmm. in Athens? So this is where she sticks it to him for being a sex pest, right? Yeah. yeah. I know what you want. <laughs> and what does she do? She lies down and like shows him her butt. I know. It's just that's kind of her character though, isn't it? Like yeah. she's yeah. She, uh Anyway, so coming back to the my my original point with her where I said I was <laughs> softening to her role a little bit in the film, like I understand that she needs sponsored and all that stuff. But, man, you can find somebody else. <laughs> Go find right? somebody else. Right? Yeah. Get out of this guy's claw. <laughs> it's bad news. Like, doesn't she ever wonder, why Why are you always followed by men with guns? Like, why do you always yeah. take me to strange places? Like, yep. I don't know that this is what my skating career is supposed to be <laughs> like. See that? The guy, the henchman there with the blue jacket, he's got like yeah, a... Yeah. He's got like a German pistol there. It's Luger. Like it's, like it looks Luger, like yeah. a, a Luger, but it may actually be like a. It's probably a Luger, but I know that there are other makes that look similar. Like yeah. Anyways, you see any? What I, that's what I like about this movie is that it's got all all manner of types of makes of guns where they would have uh-huh. used them, and I think that whatever they could like have got HK. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It is so especially like. It probably would have had Russian era guns because of the communists, and they could have got some from Russia and all that kind of stuff. I, I just like those. I mean, I don't know if they did it on purpose or not, but that's what I just like. Sort of like the 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 potpourri of, <laughs> if you will, of uh, of all the different mm-hmm. makes of weapons and types of weapons in this. Oh, the devil! Well, you're a train spotter for that stuff, aren't you? I suppose, yeah. Fuck you, John Glenn. It's my lust for life. It's <laughs> a train spotting <laughs> joke. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, see, that's a that's a Russian pistol there. I think that's a. It's like the Russian Colt forty five. It's like a Markov or Tokarev or something. Hmm. You notice how it was a dove that came out from the cracks there, guys. Uh, you know, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Symbolism. Very clever. Mm. See if there's anybody listening, uh, watching with us right now that knows a lot about kind of climbing gear Oops. and all of that. Oh. I'd be quite, <laughs> I'd be quite curious to know. Obviously, we've got carabiners on show, but what was that mm, thing that he sure. put into the rock? His first clip, you know, that thing that kind of opened up and telescoped a little bit into those oh, two round yeah. sides, because that doesn't Do look like that would hold in much. The Iger sanction? Or no, um, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. They were just. I just like to know. So let us know if you if you got any IQ on that stuff, because I certainly don't. But is that a legitimate hold? You know, for what he's trying to do that type of free climbing. Free climbing just blows my mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just, well, I it guess just, it's not technically. He's got ropes, but well, whatever. Oh oh. Oh God! Just the, the whiplash here. Like he'd be dead. Like I'm sorry. <sighs> Like, it's like realistically. Yeah. I mean, it would have pulled it. Yeah. 
he, I mean, his head would pop off, or like his, he would be dead because like it would sever his spine. Like he wouldn't be, able, he'd be dead, or soon to be dead because he would be paralyzed and he couldn't do anything. That's well, a very good commercial for carabiners. It certainly is, yeah. This is amazing. Like he does with the with, with the yeah. shoelace is amazing. It's clever, yeah. I think it would have been it would have been even more realistic if Bomb was walking around with one shoe up there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. I'd like this. I want to see the scene where he says, Wait guys, I have to do my shoe. Get my shoe. And back. if this was get smart, he wouldn't use his shoe for that. He'd he'd use his shoe to call for backup. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Missed it by that much. <laughs> Can you please? Uh, what was the name of the agent that always had like in the ice cream truck or the bush? Forty-four. Yeah. So forty-four <laughs> would be 44. like I don't know. He'd be like hiding in a rock, or like he'd be like in a goat, like in a goat costume, like watching, and he'd be like, "Okay, now it's time to help out." Scott and I know our our get smart. That's for certain. Yeah, we do. Oh, we I, used to, I used I just forgot yeah. the the number. Oh man, I watch Get Smart like with my dad like every day. Cone of Silence, man, that's the best. We used to play it when we were like young as all heck. Well, babysitting. I think your mom just uh, used that as a tactic yeah. to get us to go hide for an hour or so. Ah, made a good so made for a good Cone of Silence speech anecdote. <laughs> it did, yeah, it did. <laughs> Oh man, this is a great scene. You know, I mean, we're kind of skipping past, but it's just so, so good. Everything, like you know, the close-ups, the editing, like nothing holds for too long, and at the same time, the editing is not too quick for you to know what's going on. It's good. It's really well done. Just good filmmaking here. Like there's suspense. It's well filmed. Uh, quiet, like they just, the decision not to use music, but to amplify sound. Because you just have the exactly, exactly. Yeah. Get your knife out, Bond. Come on, buddy. Ooh. Oh, he has throwing knives. Ooh. Good upper point. body strength, too, to lift himself up to that rope height. And... Shot oh, this through guy. the heart, and you're too late. He's going to need some <laughs> A535 after. <laughs> yeah. I don't think like he'd Bond be that clean, be. either. Oh no, his head would have exploded like a watermelon. That's not PG. No, you're right. This no. No place for that in a Bond movie. At least not a Roger Bond. Speaking to Ooh. comic book fans out there, I I think like if they had made like Daredevil back in like in the eighties, Carol Bouquet would have been a bang on Electra. Like perfect casting for that role. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. She even has hair point. like Electra too, like yeah, the long yeah. hair, and she, and she's Greek like Electra. Uh, yeah, very okay. curious to see if <laughs> Steve, well, she's French. Stephen she's Miller. If, no, well, I, think I it mean just the means character like, in the movie. Oh, you mean the character? Sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah it just yeah. means like, yeah, yeah. Ironically, a French actress played uh, Electra on the Daredevil yeah. Netflix series. So I mean, I and guess. also in the world is not enough. Yep. Oh, yeah, that'll be true. Yes, right. yes. Just bringing it back, guys. Bringing it back. <laughs> bringing it back. No, it's well done, sir. Well done. I'm sometimes confused a little bit on the height of this mountain, uh-huh. which is like what they're edi- <laughs> yeah. editing a little bit. Sometimes I feel like it seems like it's not as high as it is at some points. 
Yeah, well, but when anyway, he's climbing, it, it's it's enormous, but it just looks like he yeah. drops that thing about 30 feet and the guys pick it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, if it was that easy, why didn't they or, scale or they that just have part incredible... of the... Because yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, if that thing is as slow as I think it is, the, the time of day would be different <laughs> by the time mm-hmm, it gets mm-hmm. down there. <laughs> this also reminds me of the uh, of the eerie as, as well. Yeah, totally. Make the bad man yeah. cry. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Beautiful, beautiful location, though. Like, just fantastic. Yeah, like, what? let me see his gun, what gun he has there. Oh, yeah, see, that's like a... That's an HK. They put too much effort into this guy. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah. He'd be a bit youngish at this time. Sting, maybe? Maybe it looks like Sting. Yeah, he looks like Sting. Sting, maybe. Kind of a bit like Harrison Ford. Or I was going to say Clint Eastwood, uh, actually, a bit. Clint Eastwood, yeah, absolutely. How about we call him Sting Eastwood? (laughs) That's what we call (laughs) him. Sting Eastwood. (laughs) There we go. Took him too long to get his gun. uh, That cross, that bolt definitely was a sting. Oh, you could say that again. But now they're going. That's for sure. Goodbye, Mr. Nipple. Him, uh, that, that, that definitely, that was okay. like right in the nipple. <laughs> Realistically, they would have just like killed him, but I guess they're good guys, so. Yeah, of course they are. They're not going to kill a guy who's just a. And they know. just pulled out the arrow, so that's nice of them. Yeah. Wow, look at her hair. Her hair has so much volume she- to it. How is she going to get down? That's my question. <laughs> I guess she uses the basket or she knows about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, they know. They know about it. I don't know. I mean, is Gogol going to come here himself? Is he going to do this himself? Really? Yeah, I know. He's not going to do it, is he? He's not well, he's probably just tired of being in that, like... Very an awesome boring. den with those beautiful women. Yeah, I can see why he'd really hate that. Well, <laughs> that sort of bear, that, that man cave of his. Yeah, yeah. I guess it, he needs a break. He needs a break. He needs to get out of the office. There you go. Why would he want to shout like? My loyalty would be very divided at this point. If I had an arrow in my chest and I was gagged, I wouldn't be looking to get help from them. Clearly, they don't want to kill you. They've taken the arrow out and they've just sat you in a chair, you know? Maybe he uses believers or KGB agents as well, Mm -hmm. like possibly. Like Krieger, for example. Or they're compromised, like they know where their family yeah, live and stuff yeah. like that, right? Is it just me? Do they? I feel like they would be very warm. Like I don't know. Like I know they're high up, but I mean, like that. I feel like they're overdressed. Yeah. Okay, I guess elevation, but I don't know, man. I still feel like I mean, this he's is he's not. He's got an open collar with his leather coat. He, he's wearing what he would wear if he was Dicky downtown. You know, he's he's yeah. fine. But I feel like. She's wearing what she would have worn on Cortona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cortina. Cortina. And he's got it, his... What uh, is Cortona, anyway? Well, I don't know. Like, isn't that like that... 
MSN. Well, I was thinking Cortana, but that's a stupid Cortana. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> These guys had it easy. Yeah, I don't get why they were all trying to sleep in the daytime, though. Unless they, had, they were on night shift, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But it's not, like, dark in there. They haven't done anything to... That guy looks like, a, like, like, that guy looks like an I, Claudius extra with his haircut and everything. It's like a guy with a <laughs> yeah. Roman haircut wig. <laughs> yeah. Caligula, the, 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 the masses are revolting. <laughs> oh, pishaw. You can go to hell. Jump cut slap. Jump cut slap. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that chair on against the wall looks like the chair that Electra put Bond in in World is Not It Enough. does, yeah. It just yeah, have like the, right. Gar- the Garrett device. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. One last screw. Could you imagine painting, you know, doing all that work in that monastery? You're like, oh, no, we're out of blue paint. <sighs> I have to, like, now I have to go back, back down, down and get more paint. Back down to Target. Yeah. <laughs> Michaels. Michaels, yeah. Just Amazon it. <laughs> just Amazon it. That's, that's, what they, that, that's what they'll do. Just Amazon it. Exactly. Yeah, they'll just, you know I mean? uh, they'll, like, drop it off with, like, a drone. Yeah. Most of these interiors were 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 filmed in uh, Pinewood, eh? Pinewood. Yeah, that, Is that yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, BB. Oh man, she got slapped again. It'd be cool to put the uh, to to be the ones responsible to you know to actually do the painting painting on the walls, the, the Christ painting and the religious iconography. It'd be yeah. neat to say watching yeah. the film. I did that. I did that mock up. Yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos kudos that. to the art team. There you go. They worked hard. Peter Lamont and Co., good job. Yeah. <laughs> Trip. Oh, man. I like how Chris Tottos is like, dum da dum da dum. I'm just going to pick up nice like a, a stone, like fl- flower pot. And, well, enjoy your trip. Ooh, dear. Oh, attack to the nuts. Mm-hmm. Ow. Oh. Oh. Ouch. Ooh. I feel this fight needed a bit more... It should have been a bit more wild, in my opinion. Like, just... Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I guess tearing so, and scratching and stuff, and it's not bad. It is. But it's, it's it is pretty dirty. It is pretty dirty. Yeah. This is the part I hate. Yep. Yes, it is the answer for her. Let her do what she's going to do. Look, he's a yeah. Come bastard. on, you dink. Let her do her thing. Yeah, you, one for you. If you're not careful, you there. You go. Yep. This is where Melina Topol's. Yeah. Ah uh, well over what kind of gun's that buddy uh it's an uzi, an uzi. it's so weird that's just why, would the sure? yeah, it's like, why is it it's like it's kind of st- yeah it is an uzi yeah doesn't look like an uzi why is it why is the guy it dressed is, like it's, he, a, like, it's a it's a, like big a painter 
Yeah, like a painter, exactly. A tradesman? I don't know. Yeah, he does. I know. What's his name? He's like, oh, this is uh, Benjamin Moore, the assassin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, charcoal gray. Yeah, charcoal sky. (laughs) Benjamin Moore. He he made sure he chose that because it it blends in with the gun, so you can't see the gun as well. You're like, oh, maybe it's just... Well played, Bond. Well played. <laughs> That's so weird. Well, now I have to go all the way back to number two, Jersey Square, and explain to my higher ups that uh, I didn't get I it, guys. I didn't get it. Yeah, explain to Brezhnev. Mm. Well, BB's found a new sponsor. Mm-hmm. Which makes it sound like she's an alcoholic, but hey. And I don't like the wink. Like, what's the wink? Does that mean, yeah, yeah. Now, she, now I'm the sex pest? Like, is that what, <laughs> is that, what that means? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't, I don't know, man. I just, some of this stuff don't sit right with me. And nor should yeah. I. No. Do they specifically say that BB is underage, though? Or is she like no, 19, but that doesn't or something? Matter. No, Come but they did. Oh, I know it doesn't matter. She's a young Please, woman. But I'm just saying. You know what I'd like? I'd like to talk to the Prime Minister right now, please. <laughs> Can you put her on the phone? Come in, 007. Oh, dear. No, I, 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 I agree with Scott. That's kind of, like, overt creepy. I just don't get why they had to put the wink in. Like, he'd be a good sponsor. Yeah. You know? Oh, this is cringy. It's not Free cringy. Eyes only. But... Uh... We had a good discussion about this. It's kind of just like, you know what? That was fun. Yeah. We got, we, you know, we got the job done and stuff. And, you know, what the heck? Have some fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't mind Or maybe that, they're just, like, or maybe, or maybe they just realize that they're nudists and they like swimming nude and that's all mm-hmm. they do. They maybe they just swim nude yeah, together that's, and that's, that's it. You that's know? it. Exactly. Well, there's sort of like a, a catharsis to their sex there, isn't there? It's kind of like mutual, okay, we've done our thing. We're not going to hang out again after this. So that's fine. Let's go, let's go ahead. I, I, I like there's a sense of consent to that scene yeah. that you don't always get here in these sort of end of film. And this, I'm trying to talk over this, by the way, in case you might have figured out. I'm just trying to talk over this bit because <laughs> I can't handle this bullshit at all. I think this is the dumbest thing in all John Glenn's I really missed a Bond. And May- <laughs> maybe, maybe not. They did Thatcher some favors, that's for sure, for the cast. Did it? I don't know. No, I mean, like, uh, the actress oh, probably so worked the right off the yes, directly to, to Margaret Thatcher's kitchen. Not to her husband, though. Yeah. Didn't help her husband any. <laughs> no. Well, there we go. There we what go. Good fun. Good fun. And that's, yeah. uh, yes. that's for your eyes only. In the books, our third and final bond redux watch party for season three yeah and as the credits roll guys might i just uh, thank you for a wonderful season it's been a lot of fun we we didn't get everything we wanted to get done done but we did get some extra things in there that sort of made up for it and we did i think you know i'm pretty sure our our 2021 season was better than a lot of (laughs) things Uh, yeah yeah. i'll say (laughs) if we go if we go by the previous year i think we, uh, we we completed a, a lot, and we it was a lot more positive than a lot of other things. Yeah, darn right. Yeah. Any uh, any highlights, guys? Any any favorite favorite moments? Favorite episodes? Things you really enjoyed? 
I like the work that I put into my my non Bond episode and my Walsingham yeah. episode yeah, that was too. Good fun, but oh, I yeah. really like Scott's. Uh, Scott, how by the way, you did a great job like editing and use of music for the Christmas uh, fin- the Christmas episode. Oh, that was that one. Was, I had fun with that one. one. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that one was good. I, I mean, I enjoyed um, our uh, our podcast with uh, with Chris. Oh yeah, and, uh, with Chris. Two good ones with yeah, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Two the good diamonds ones. One. Yeah. Mm. It was yep. good to do Diamonds The won. World's Not Enough because that, that's not a score that I'm terribly fond of, you know? And no, it was nice to, to was have a, uh, just to talk But it was a nice, uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's nice to see different perspectives on, you know, exactly. something that we're not, mm-hmm. you know, utterly, you know, crazy about. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, that, that was, that was really fun. But yeah, like I really, like, it's too bad we never got a chance to do more history ones, but we'll, 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 we'll get will, that yeah. done next year, yeah. you know? We got them so. planned for season four, yeah. So a uh, couple months off, guys, and then we'll be back at it again uh, nearing the Easter. That's right. We'll come back as we do and uh, crack on with season four. <laughs> and hey, who knows what's going to happen in the Bond world. But uh, listeners, thanks very much for joining us this season. And obviously today you can find our stuff online. Obviously, you know where to get the podcast. But uh, get us on Instagram and on Facebook. And uh, we'll certainly still be engaging in the socials, even though we are not producing any episodes for the next few weeks. But just like James Bond, gentlemen, Bond by Numbers will return. We will return. (laughs) (laughs) We shall return. All right, guys, enjoy your well-deserved break. And everybody out there, stay safe. And maybe when we come back in a couple months, we'll be in a better place internationally, globally, pandemically. Yeah, yeah. All the best, everybody. Cheers. Yes, take care. Happy New Year. Bye.